This episode is brought to you by the YouTube channel Comic Pop. If you enjoy this show, subscribe to youtube.com slash comic pop for even more deep dives into your favorite comics. Hey everybody, welcome to Off the Rack. I'm Sal. And I'm Tiffany. This is a comic book review show where we take the books from the past week, recap them, review them, tell you what we thought about them, and then give you recommendations for comics that are coming out this week we think you should pick up. Also, if the culture would have it, sometimes when there's comic book adaptations like movies or TV shows, we'll talk about those too. Obviously, uh, Falcon Winter Soldier is a show that is in its second episode that just passed uh, this past Friday, so we're going to talk about that a little bit. Uh, I don't want to dedicate a whole episode to it just because it's an, epi- it's an episodic series. It was easy right. to do a two-hour-long Justice League Snyder Cut episode because that was four hours and yes. it was a movie, so we could talk about that for a while. But Falcon Winter Soldier, it's episodic. I think I, I would imagine a longer, fully dedicated episode would be more in tune with like when the show is over to talk about it like post mortem, that kind of thing. <laughs> uh, but in the meantime, we wanted to mention that this show is, of course, sponsored by viewers like you. If you're watching the show live, you can sponsor today's episode by using Super Chats, ask a question or comment, like the fine folks who are in the chat right now as the show is happening. If you are an audio person when it comes to your podcast, you are in luck. Yeah, hello. You're listening to the show right now. <laughs> and if you are watching the show on YouTube, and by the way, if you are listening to the show, go to youtube.com slash and subscribe. It doesn't hurt. And uh, if you are watching the show... It is available now. This show, specifically, Off the Rack, is available now on everywhere. So you can find it as the name, Off the Rack. Uh, You'd find it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google, uh, everywhere. So just, just look it up. Or you can click the link in the chat right now, and you can go over to Spotify and give us a follow. Uh, if you do, if you if you so choose, you know it doesn't. This if you if you catch this show audio wise, you're gonna get it later than you would if you were watching it live on YouTube. But it's still a fun show. Yeah, for sure. And uh, I want to give a quick shout out to our graphic designer here at Comic Pop, Tiffany, who designed the thumbnail i guess you'd call it or the icon uh for off the rack and rebranded elseworlds exchange so for the added bonus of uh following off the rack on spotify and google and apple you could always go over to find elseworlds exchange our sister show which is also live and tomorrow usually tuesdays uh, and you can find that it's been rebranded as well and it's uh, got a little bit of a synergy going on we color wise uh graphic wise just it looks like, it's part of the same family, which, of course, it is. It is. Yes. Yay. So thank you very much for putting the time, the effort, and, of course, your your your, ta- your talent uh, into the, that, the infrastructure. That one's, that one's maybe not. No, definitely. <laughs> uh, absolutely, yes. All right, I'm taking this, the hood off. Okay. I wanted to wear the hood, but it's going to drive me crazy. Mm-hmm. Because like, I need to wear it, like, here. Mm-hmm. And then but you I, do the I want to show it off because it's like, look at this. It's Marvel on the inside. Yeah. This is a great little hoodie you found. It is like Spider-Gwen, but like, it looks, just, it's just Marvel. Yeah, I think it's like modeled after, it it's, looks like it's modeled it's after Spider-Gwen. It's just Spider-Gwen. a Marvel hoodie, though. Just a Marvel hoodie. By the way, DC, if you want to make these, we'll buy one. I will. I, I bought this. This is not sponsored at no. all. I bought this with my own money. Yeah. Hard hashtag not sponsored. Uh-huh. Not at all. <laughs> So yeah, I just wanted to mention that the show is available now, uh, audio-wise, so you can give us a follow over there, uh, Spotify, Google, Apple. We hope you do, too. Yeah. You get more stuff there sometimes, because like, if we have sponsors, they're going over there, so you're going to hear special sponsor stuff. I don't know. We'd like anyway. Why not? Uh, Anarchy says, quick thing, Hickman said he'd be he's disappointed that no one has figured out what's happening in his run. I figured it out. It's Proteus, the son of Moira. He has reality-changing powers, and he's not been seen yet. Yes, he has. Yeah. He has. 
He was at the um the statue. Uh what's that word? When they, dedication, not statue. Oh, the dedication. Oh, it was, it was a statue. It was the the hospital yes. ceremony in Marauders. There you have it. So yes. Yes, he has been he was seen. There. Uh, just some guy with a mustache. All right, chat population. I want to see those broke Batman jokes flow like fine wine. Batman's so poor. Whenever he fights the rat catcher, he brings a grocery list. <laughs> it's pretty good. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, Batman's broke. Uh, we'll talk about uh, Detective Comics and us seeing a broke Batman uh, in a little bit. Not because Batman's been broken before. Yeah, no. This like, is he's like he's had his spirit broken. Mm-hmm. He's had his back broken. True. This, this is, is financially. His yeah, I mean, he still lives in a brownstone. This is true. Yeah, no, he's still well. That's the thing. It, 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 there's actually a line in uh, I think it's Dark Knight Rises where they say you can't. Rich don't even go broke the same way we do. It's so very true. <laughs> uh, Wakizashi says Tiffany. I recommend Dan Waters' Lucifer run if you haven't already read it. Only 24 issues. It's smart, funny, and chaotic. Thoughts on Netflix's Sandman? Um, I think a lot of folk are very much going to like it. I'm going to check it out, but the fact is, it's like, I like the comic, and I'm okay with this not being the adaptation that I'm looking for, because I get it. Like, creatives don't want to keep doing the same thing over and over again, yeah. and Neil's involved, so Neil wants to update, Neil wants to innovate, and Neil wants to change things. Um, And so Neil's going to do that. So if you're looking for a, like, you know, beat for beat, you're, you're not, not going to get it. it. You're not going to get it. Um, it. Which will be interesting for folk who come from the series to pick up the books, possibly. The few that do do that, how their reactions will be to the source material. Right. So we'll see. Uh, Cameron F., kind of weird, but I had a dream last night where Rob Pattinson said he watched your guys' channel for Batman research in an interview. That would be amazing. That would be... Oh, oh, just, I like that. That's I a like good that dream. A lot. You put that out there. You yeah. put that out in the world. More dreams like that, and maybe we can make it into a reality. Yes. Thank you, man. Yes. Uh, Raj Patel, hey guys, just chiming in to say Batman Superman was narratively the most audacious book DC put out this week. Uh, tech has me excited for the future of Batman from Tamaki, but I'm not sold completely on Phil Kennedy Johnson's Superman yet. Me too. Uh, I agree that uh, Batman Superman, you know, uh, Yang is swinging for the fences with this series. He's doing something very different, uh, mm-hmm. trying to differentiate himself in a way that is not the same thing as what he did with Superman Smash of the Clan, uh, but in fact, very similar to uh, Superman Smash of the Clan. I also uh, am digging on what Tamaki is uh, is, is jiving, and uh, I am uh, so not sold on PKJ's uh, Superman, I actually stopped buying it. So first this show, I was like, eh, I'm good. I'll wait. Oh. Oh, wait, I'll trade with it, maybe. Oh, okay. Uh, Brian Rowland's going to have to catch the reply again, but excited to hear some comics replay. again. Replay. Replay, yeah. <laughs> uh, excited to hear some comics again. Uh, congrats on Off the Rack on its own Spotify show. Thank you. Thank you very much. That's right, we're over here all by ourselves right now. Yeah. Ah! Nah. Noren's Rad717, hey guys, like, sending love and support. Thank, Thank you. you very much. So, um... All right, let's talk about some books. I will talk a little bit about Alien because I love... uh, I I say I love this franchise, and yet I only like two movies out of the entire everything that has come out. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of fandoms that that happens with. Where it's like, I really like this thing, but I don't like all of it. And that's okay. You can still be a fan. Right, you can still technically be a fan. It's not technically, you're just a fan. Yeah, just statistically, I am not. Yeah, I have a couple things. Like The Simpsons for me. Uh, So yeah... Alien. Uh, it's, of course, uh, Salvador LaRocca and Phil Kennedy Johnson. Um, I remember when they announced this book, and I was like, oh, Salvador LaRocca? Why? Uh, so I, I, I read it, and I tried very much to divorce myself from my ex- 
personal experiences and from my biases. And uh, how'd that go? It's fine. You know, mm-hmm. it, it it did fine. Uh, it wasn't as bad looking as uh, Symbiote Spider-Man is, uh, you know, with respect to uh, similar styled artists mm-hmm. working on these books where it's like, I would love what they were doing if not for the artist. Uh, this was fine. Okay. You know, uh, we see Earth a lot for it being an alien book. Right. It right, is right. technically in space. Hey, it, space. <laughs> it, is, it is in the future. Uh, Ripley could be in it. You said that. I know, and you thought about the cat we named uh, Ripley. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Which it, would be fine, too. Right. Uh, whatever undoes Alien 3, I'm cool with. Okay. Because, woof. Because I, I remember seeing Alien 3 and being mm. like, uh, what the hell? Right. And then, growing up, being like, skip Alien 3. Then, seeing Alien Resurrection in the theater, and being like, wow, Alien 3 looks good! That's like Kingdom <laughs> Kingdom with Crystal Skull. Being like, wow, well, I do not like Temple of Doom. Whoo, hey, let's all watch that old classic Temple of Doom. Uh, but then, uh, we watched Alien 3 about, what, a year and a half, two years ago? Yeah. And, uh, wow, it does not hold up. No. No, it's, it's just quite not. terrible. Yes. It's not, it's not, mm. But, uh, this comic, not quite as bad as Alien 3. It's fine. I think that's an endorsement. Yeah, I think so. If you can't, uh, if, if you can believe it, uh, the story is about a man who's trying to reconcile with his son, which, uh, apparently, like the Tom King effect on comics, where it's like, what? A man who's sad? Who needs, uh, the comfort of a strong woman to find his way? That's his effect. Apparently, PKJ is, what? A, a boy is trying to reconcile with his father? What? That's your thing? That's your thing now. And he's putting an alien. Fine. I feel like there's a couple of writers who do that. I think Donny Cates has Donny some... Cates loves talking about his dad. About dads in general. Mm-hmm. Relationships with dads. Yes. Dad relationships. Dad <laughs> uh alien's fine the art's like not great but you know it could be worse uh i i've seen worse from laraka i've okay. seen worse uh in at marvel uh i have not seen worse on the alien books in a long time okay. you know outside of like just random 90s stunt artists being on it and being like oh who did uh, you want who was your pick anyone else okay uh daniel warren johnson <laughs> that's you know yeah fine Right? But I take anybody. Did you see that Peach Momoko? Yeah. yeah I, the I, variant? Yes. Of course. I'm not did, saying did you? she's not the right fit at all, but no. like that, I love that variant. Yeah, yeah. She did a couple of variants. There's another she's variant. She's been doing quite her, a few uh, variants, but like that one I thought was particularly great because it had like her distinct style, but mm-hmm. also like a heavy design element. Yeah. Like, the, neat. I will say that the Alien variant game is very much on point for this uh, first issue. Cool. I will say, however... Uh, you know, I've seen a lot of... I, I know that uh, Marvel just greenlit or produced uh, some of... You know how they make those uh, those short boxes that have, like, you know, covers on them or art from the comic publisher? Mm-hmm. Uh, there's an alien one, and it's the cover for issue one. Uh, the alien mouth, uh, the, the, the additional mouth, uh, is not prehensile. And it, like, really frustrates me when they dropped that cover and it was, like, a snake. And I'm like, no. <laughs> it, it It's... it's rigid well it's like one of those snake turtles no it's not though well, that's, that's the thing the, but they're wrong like it's just like <laughs> don't do that 
anyway uh, you know. so uh, you know that's that was like kind of like strike one where i'm like jesus you got it wrong first mm-hmm. try have you ever seen an alien before oh tristan jones i put tristan jones in the book within a heartbeat dude used to draw aliens and predator back at dark horse okay uh he's not drawing any comics lately uh he's working for NECA right now on the alien box art well he's got a pretty sweet gig then. he does he's very happy he doesn't need us but uh but i would like to see it it, 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 you've had a few comments about your your your, your cut. Oh, thank you. Yeah, your I like fresh, the new do. Your fresh cut. Yeah. Uh, I thankfully, like I got that. a new stylist who's been doing a good job for about a year. Uh, it's you. <laughs> it is. Thank you, Tiffany, for cutting my hair. I wasn't trying to do that. I just wanted to say, like, it, they they said it looks nice. Oh well, I. Oh, thank you. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's that's, that's, that's a like... feather in both our caps. <laughs> please, please don't. Yeah, but thank you very much. No, I uh, you did a great job. Thanks. You were very proud of this one. I was very proud of this one. So the fact that like others have pointed it out because I really didn't want to make a big deal of it like makes me feel very good. Yeah. And okay. Yeah, but you have nothing to worry about. <laughs> uh, Vincent Brown says, "Hey, Comic Pop. Unfortunately, I have to get to work, but thought I'd hop in and send some cash. Can't wait for the to catch the whole stream later." Well, thank, thank you, you very Vincent. much. Have a good day or evening at work. Indeed. Depending on your locale. Right. <laughs> uh, what else you got? What other books did you read? Um, I actually want to talk about a book that came out two weeks ago. Yes. Because we did the 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 Justice League chat. Yeah, that really that, that, that disrupted a, a lot yeah, of things. Yeah, yeah. So like, a couple of things we missed out on. Like I missed out on talking about Sword. Oh yeah. Which was another tie-in. The tie-in series. It's another tie-in uh, to King in Black, which was like, it was fine. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's fine, but very much tied in to uh, King in Black. A lot of fun stuff happens. Remember there was like that think take and Mentola was like trying to sneak in. To, yes. Because Brand's like plan was to take the five away so that they could repopulate Earth, essentially. Mm-hmm. Like, she's like, you're all the same to me. Right. I don't. You're I don't, all Earthers. Like, yeah. Humans, beings. I don't care. My point is to save everybody. So I need to get you out of here, and then we'll use like Sinister's like DNA bank, and we'll just like repopulate where we can. Yeah. And they have a very big problem with that. They're mm-hmm. like, that's a bad idea. Right. And here's the reason why. And like, because they're like, that's like half-ass. Like we work really, really hard to like bring back everyone, and you're only going to bring back some folks. She's like, like. This is a good idea, but not if you're just going to, like, do it by the seat of your pants. And right. And brand's like, yeah, but I don't care. Right. Like, straight up, like, whatevs. Mm-hmm. Uh, then WizKid shows up because he's there to help protect them. And so, like, he um, interfaces with the think tank and utilizes it to, like, fend off, like, Null's forces who okay. are coming. And um, they end up, um, oh, yeah, right. Parties is also on the five. Oh, <laughs> yeah! Proteus is all over the place. This, is, this Proteus is not a surprise for anyone. Yeah. Um. Anyway, um, but he interfaces with it and utilizes it to become a mech. Okay. So it becomes like you know, like yeah, like a transformer essentially, <laughs> and like they like jump on it and like he's fighting them off and then we check in with them later because there's a fight between manifold and cable and frenzy okay which ends up working out just fine like they end up being able to separate uh cable's arm from him mm-hmm. uh, only after uh cable ate the face of like sunspot um so he's dead oh no it's fine they, yeah. they, they pushed him to the the top of the list okay um but uh so they, when they check back in with WizKid and like all of them with the think tank it, basically what he did was he created a light show okay like it's a club and they're just blasting tunes which is keeping all of the symbiotes away and i was oh, like oh cool oh right right yeah sound yeah so they're having like a dance party i'm like they're having a dance party while literally the earth is like dying yes 
That sounds about right. It's not a good look, but you know what? They're on Krakoa. No one knows. This is what everyone assumes is happening there anyway. Yes. Giant robots, sexy orgies, and dance parties. They got two. Right. Um. So, yes. So, those guys were dead, but, like, Magneto shows up and is like, okay, so we're going to need to do X, Y, Z, and, you know, we're going to put Sunspot at the front of the list. Like, anyone who's, like, Sonic, Fire, whatever, you bump them up in the list of, like, people being resurrected right, right. now. Because yeah. we need all of them. Mm-hmm. And he's also like, oh, yeah, and let's get Baby and Cortez back. And, like, there's this, like, shot Why? of Magneto at the end looking very Magneto-y, very Hamlet, you know, like, cradling his skull with his little ponytail. I love that the, the hair's still there. Just so you know what skull it is. <laughs> um, But... That, like, he he has matters to discuss with them. And there's going to be, like, a secret council because, like, the Quiet Council can't meet right now because they're not all there. And so, like, a, a little, like, grouping of, like, others are going to meet and then discuss things later with the Quiet Council. And Fabian Cortez is going to be a guest. On this memo, there's a handwritten note from Charles that's just like, dude, this is, this is a bad idea. Mm-hmm. And he says, like, you're playing with fire, old friend. Aww. And I'm like, okay. Right, Magneto's gonna like get a, like drink the Kool Aid. Yeah, on this one, this is this, God. I hate him. Not Magneto, Fabian. Yes. So that was just a quick catch up with Sword X Force. We like find out that you know, yes, indeed, there is like a Quentin Choir like sort of clone running around uh-huh. who's like messing with everybody and like causing folk when they're asleep or when they're um you know, drunk or happy or angry that, like, lowers their defenses they can get in and, like, cause mayhem. Okay. But it's definitely his energy, and it's definitely looking for um, Krakoan secrets. Okay. Um, And so, like, he basically pulls a, like, I need to go into my own head kind of space, and um, I think that's where he wants to go. Mm. Or maybe he wants to go into... Regardless, he's pulling straight up a Friday or um, Nightmare on Elm Street. Right. Where he's going to go to sleep and he's got, like, Phoebe with him and he, she's like... He, Wake he, me just, up when, I, when I'm in distress. Yes, like, and just pull asleep. me out. Yeah. And, like, I was like, seriously? Okay. <laughs> Y'all see that movie? Right. You know what's going to happen. Well, of course. Written by Benjamin Percy. He knows what's up. Yeah. By the way, happy birthday to Benjamin Percy. It's his birthday, I think, today. Oh, nice. Um, So, like, basically she can't wake him up. That's it. Like, he re- runs into his nightmarish version of himself. Okay. Who's, like, saying, like, everyone knows you're a monster. Sure. Kid Omega. Yeah. Rawr. You're cool looking. And, like, he's, like, foaming at the mouth. Yeah, that's neat. So, I was like, all right, cool. Yeah. Neat. I, th- that book just is excellent in terms of, like, it's, like, keeping me interested for a book that I had no interest in. Right. I'm like, cool. Horror elements. I'm really enjoying the horror elements leaking into... X-Men. X-Men. We've seen it before. Yes. Um, but it's nice to see it again. Yeah. And the other book I really, really 100% want to mention that came out two weeks ago. And so, like, I didn't get a chance to talk about it at the time. And so I hope y'all went out and bought um, Black Knight, Curse of the Ebony Blade. Oh, yeah. Black Knight. You recommended <laughs> Black Knight. I did. It's the first issue. And it's written by uh, Science Spurrier with yeah. art by... I thought I was going to have that, like, be able to see the last name and know exactly... Who it it is. Um, but I don't, and I'll figure it out in a second. Here it is. Um Sergio Davila. Okay. I don't know that name, so uh art's it's cool, it's fun. Uh this is a fun little character study on Black Knight, if you had any interest. I we've read things with him in it. Yeah, he's technically been in some maybe one or two things we've we've done. Yeah, so like 
Dane Whitman's story is not one I'm super familiar with, but like, listen, you put Cy Spurrier on a book that has something to do with a flying horse and a man in armor with a sword. I'm probably going to pick it up. Yeah, that's fair. And I did. Um, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, it has some elements of like stories we've seen before from other companies, uh, such as we have a, we have Dane essentially talking to this thing called listener, which is like, um, like an online therapy bot. The idea behind it is it doesn't actually help you with anything. It Mm -hmm. just gives someone to listen. Right. So yeah, It, it gives you like affirmations of what you're saying. Yes. Like, go ahead. I'm listening. Okay. Like, it's response to him when he signs on is like, go ahead, anonymous user, I'm listening. Okay, so it's Robo Fraser Crane. Yeah, and so like eventually he asks like a real question. It's like, I'm sorry, like you asked a question that's not rhetorical. I can't actually <laughs> offer any advice. Don't like, forget, I'm useless. Yeah. Um, the, the bulk of the story is him just dealing with the fact that he wields the ebony blade, which inherently is powered by like anger and hate. Right. And so he's like, what does that make me? Right. And so, like, when I am Black Knight, I put on, like, the guise of a clown, essentially, where mm. he's just like, you know, verily, maiden, I shall save thee, whatever. Okay. He's like, and I do that in order to hide, like, what's really inside of me and the fact that, like, without that, like, I'm not, I can't do anything. Okay. Like, I'm just a dude. Hmm. Um, That's not what I remember Black Knight being, well, whether it was in MI3 and the vampires and crap. Yeah. Or even when he was on the Ultra Force or... Uh, and he know, well, or when he was the Avengers. They indicate that he's been through some stuff. And, yeah, um, well, he certainly has it that. And um, when he shows up, he's called by the Avengers, and the Avengers are like Captain, uh, Captain Marvel, Thor, and, and T'Challa, and okay. um, they're fighting some monsters, some mythically based monsters. It doesn't really matter. When he shows up, like no one's excited. They're like, oh. In fact, so much so that like Thor is like, oh, fuck this guy, <laughs> or fuck this guy, like. Yeah. I don't want to deal with him. I don't like him. That's really interesting. I didn't know that Thor was not a believable. Thor has like a man. huge problem with him, which is so funny because it's like I, Thor. Like, do you just not like anyone else who like might be like riding up on your like stylings here, mm-hmm. sir? Um, so much so that like when Black Knight launches into his like you know like Verilis and stuff like that, Thor's like, "Are you making fun of me?" <laughs> he's just like looking for. A he's fight. like, "No, this is like what I do. This is my like my shtick. Whatever." Yeah, yeah. Um. They, uh, when he goes to help someone, in fact, he like puts the ebony blade down and like Thor goes to pick it up to give it to him and he can't lift it, mm. which makes Thor really angry. Yeah, I bet. He's like, no, it's fine. Like, you can't, can't do that. <laughs> um, it's, it's funny because Thor also seems to like, truly get him because like, as he goes into a fight, like, like we should probably help him. And like, Captain Marvel's like, why don't you like go and like talk to him? You guys both have like magical like weapons, like you're like magical weapon bros. Like, yeah. Isn't that like the code of conduct here to like be cool with one another? And he's like, I've seen that man before, that type of man before. To to help him would be a condescension. Okay. And so like he needs to find his own way. Mm. And I was like, oh, okay. Thor's not just being a dick. He like he's like I get it. Like I mean, he like, says that to himself earlier, so I mean, it doesn't sound like he's really acting. But okay. No, I. But I think he's like I don't like this guy, and maybe it's because like he doesn't like him because he reminds him of moments that he's had. That's I fair. don't know. I don't know um inevitably like you know cap and everyone's like dude stop like fighting like we just called you here because you're like a weapon of mass destruction and we need you to do your like big thing Mm. so just do your big thing and he's like oh i thought we were kind of like hanging out it's like sad it's really sad (laughs) yeah um because it's revealed later on that like the story in which we're reading it is that um he's talking to listener 
and like we see it interspliced, but like that happened before. And then like he's in the middle of like talking during this session, and he gets a call, and he's like, "They're calling me specifically. They put my name in it. I have to go. I have to go right now." Oh. And I'm like, "Oh, oh, that's no, no." Um, but he actually had called like uh, an an Arthurian like scholar, okay, like a woman who's like studying Arthurian lore to help help him understand the Ebony Blade more, so maybe he could find something to help him better control it and control like the anger and hate and all okay. that. Okay, um, so she arrives, but he leaves as that happens. So his like goat headed butler, um, like sees her like to another part of the castle. Okay, um, so you know, obviously when they tell him that he's just there to do his move and then leave right. he's like oh, oh so cool. he thinks of like all the horrible things like you know like a kiss with cersei and like this that and the other thing and like and then he uses like and like blows the area up and inevitably um a shadowy figure arrives and like oh. whispers in the ears of everyone like something that'll like cut them down like some secret of theirs that'll like make like cut to their heart and like break it okay they do it to him and like he's like oh no you don't understand like I do this to myself all the time, right. so that's really not going to work. The two of them spar. He like throws a knife, and it ends up like cutting Dane's head off. What? So Dane is is killed. Oh, okay. Uh, so he's brought back to his home. Both of you know his body and his head, and his head and everything, <clears throat> and like he's laying there, very like Allah you'd see like in Little Lord of the Rings, like on like a stone pedestal with like the sword. Yeah. There. Um. His like servant and um this woman go to like she he's basically seeing her out and she he's like she's like what well, i was supposed to like you know help him, help him. and he's like yeah that's not gonna happen well now, he's dead because he's dead <laughs> she's like oh i mean honestly i was here kind of because i wanted to see the ebony blade so, so like maybe i could do that right so she touches it and it cuts her mm. and then um the sword reacts and heals him oh and he's back okay and he's like um <laughs> Like, very much like, um. Yeah. So, I'm in. I'm 100% in. Um, I'm, I, again, not being someone who is, like, a big Black Knight fan, I don't know if, like, anyone else or uh, feels like this is doing them justice. Right. Or doing him justice. But, like, really, really dug it. Really enjoyed it. Solidly written. So, you can go pick up uh, Black Knight Curse of the Ebony Blade number one. Uh, if you want to, it's out there. Yeah. It's again, it's Cy Spurrier, so it's like you're in for a treat. Right. You know, like he knows how to write these characters, and I, for some reason, really, really just love the idea that like Thor just doesn't like this guy and like gets him, but also like just is like, yeah, but right, I'm the guy with the magic sword and the funny language. <laughs> right. That's my shtick. Get out. Go get your own thing. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Cool. So. Uh, I read Amazing Spider-Man uh, number 62, as I always do. Uh, more of the costume, more boomerang, more god. Well, now they look like a team. Now they look like a team. Now they, like, kind of match. Uh, yeah. Are they still roommates? Yeah, they're still roommates. Nice. And, uh, and he's aware? Yeah. Okay. No, uh, Boomerang doesn't know who he is. You can skip this book. So, anyway, uh, you want to talk about Batman Superman? Yeah. Cool. Uh, Batman Superman number 16... From Jean Luin Yang, and of course, uh, I believe it's Ivan Rice doing art duties on this one. Uh, really uh, interesting reboot. This this, and uh, a number of books that came out from, what's it called, Future State, 
are kind of like a relaunch. Yeah. And Marvel would have absolutely given these all number ones. Absolutely. But... Can I ask, uh, answer a quick question I see in the chat? Like, yeah, Can please. I just jump into Black Knight with no context? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, trust me, this book will give you everything you need. It does an excellent job of giving you a history without, like, doing an info dump. It, like, kind of naturally comes out. And there is a little page with the credits that gives you a little backstory. But, like, oh, trust me, this story will give you everything you need. Cool. to get it i'm sure there are things in there where it's like if you're a hardcore fan like oh you're gonna get that but you don't need it i don't yeah. think so yeah, yeah uh so yeah this book uh if you are familiar with uh yang because of his work on superman smashes the clan which was like a period piece and it had guri hero's art and it was a kind of like a snapshot slash homage to the 30s serials with a modern sensibility mm-hmm. uh boy this is the same as that in terms of like okay, uh, I get a chance to talk about Batman Superman in comics. I think I'll do that exact same thing I did last time, where I'm going to make an homage to the serials. But it is actually like an incontinuity comic book adventure. It's just that it also is this other thing. So here's what's hilarious. They were like, I was like, hey, out of the books that you bought this week, is there anything I might want to read? And they were like, read Detective and read Batman Superman of mine. I was like, sure, okay. Yep. So I just opened this. Right on comiXology really didn't pay attention too much to the cover mm-hmm. haven't been reading this book um um yeah so it's very different uh arrangement well, style it was hilarious for me because it was like we i get to the opening page and i'm reading this digitally and i'm like i'm like oh you're gonna you're gonna tell me how to read a comic book i know how to read a comic book <laughs> credits page go to next page what the hell's happening? Right. Okay, maybe I did need a refresher on this. <laughs> yeah, I just read it the way Comicsology showed it to me. Uh, I didn't even bother. I still followed it just just fine. It gave you two options. But it did, It was like yeah. a choose-your-own-adventure. You could read the Superman part and then go all the way back to the beginning and read the Batman part. I was like, nah, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I got no time for that. I ain't got no time. But uh, yeah, the idea here is is it's just like this fun little, like, it's it's too concurrently running Batman and Superman adventures that are in the style of a kind of like children oriented action adventure comic slash serial. Mm -hmm. It's very much meant to be, it's a show or it's a movie or it's a radio play, Mm -hmm. but based on the film reels, like they want you to think motion picture. They want you to get away from it being a comic book. Yeah. So it bothered me a little bit. Okay. Cause I was like, but it is a comic book. It is, and, but... But then, like, you know, it gets... You go further and you're like, oh, you're doing a thing. Yeah, I... So, here's, again, for me, reading this, literally just reading it because it was like, oh, we can talk about it. I was yeah, like, oh, okay, cool. Let me, exactly. let me jump in. I have no problem doing that. I'm in. Um, <laughs> This book was so well-paced... Yes. ...that... There was a moment for me where I'm reading these two stories, and I and I did it the like way where it was like you know I read the top and then I read the bottom. Yeah, me and too. I read the top, so I has had just had to remember. Yeah, what the which, hell just happened last yeah. time? Yeah. Um. So like I'm reading this and I'm like, okay, wait, because you get a lot of tights on costumes, you get a lot of like smaller shots because you only have like the top portion or the bottom portion of a page, yeah. right? So it's like Superman's costume could be normal right. until you see the reveal. Mm-hmm. Batman's costume could be normal until you get a bigger reveal, right? Right. So I'm, I'm going along here, and Jimmy Olsen's got a photo drone. Yeah, Lois so it's like... taking photos with her oh, phone. Oh, okay, so it's like, it feels like the 40s, but it looks, but it's using modern yeah. convention but like, and I'm technology. Look, I'm looking at her hair, and I'm like, that's weird, but she's wearing, like, a pantsuit kind of thing. And yeah. I'm like, okay, so, like, 
I guess this book is just whenever and the artist just doesn't care. That was my first thought. Right. We get a little further in and it becomes more and more evident that this is like intentional. Not the like future. No. And I'm like, but there's a drone. What the hell is happening? And we see the costume with the shield, right? Yeah. I'm like, what? So about the time where I'm literally about to like go like, okay, what the what hell the is happening? happening? The reveal drops. Yes. For both stories. Right. And I'm like, literally. oh, that was really well paced. Yeah. For it to for, for the for the A story to bleed into the B story. Well, not yeah, for or the, the No, S story. I would say that, that was not my reveal. My reveal was when you find out in each individual world oh, that yes. one like a big component's missing. Yeah, that That's, the key component 50% of the of the title is missing from yeah, the other. Yeah. So like yeah. for me I was like this okay, I'm in. I'm yeah. in. You you did such a good job of leading me to having like this like frustration mm -hmm. and like not like anger but like i'm like i don't what are you doing yeah what are we doing here right like how does this fit into anything that's going on right now? oh mm -hmm. you can even see <laughs> uh but later on as like the as, as the film progresses you can see like there are imperfections in the film and it starts to like come apart mm -hmm. until finally uh both stories literally smash into each other uh, via Lois Lane falling from the Superman story into the Batman story mm -hmm. because this is where like Batman comes into the Superman tale. Mm -hmm. I loved that moment. It's just and and in a lesser artist it would be like eh, hacky or weird. Yeah. In this instead, it's just cool. Uh, that was a beautiful moment for me. I was like, wow. And yeah. then and, and we don't wallow in it any further. Like once that happens, boom, we're we're here. We're back to the regular universe. Mm -hmm. And <laughs> a like Wayne Tech satellite is wrapped up in film. Yep. And they're like, wait, this isn't film. This is made of something else that looks like film or acts it like film. It feels ephemeral. It feels ephemeral. And then they're attacked. Or at least the reveal is by uh the the big bad guys. The archive of worlds. And you're like what yeah i mean are we trespassing yeah or is it more like you're kind of you trespassing. Got, you, you got your your peanut butter and my chocolate and i got yeah. my chocolate and your peanut butter it kind of feels like yeah yeah like, six and one so like i i'm sold on this again like that like again you get this storytelling device which is used that like is what are you doing like right. i don't I, fine whatever we're doing something here um i will say I think this book suffers from digital. Yeah, it does. Like, I didn't think the read was as strong as it might have been if I had been able to read it in a physical copy, honestly. Mm -hmm. um, but, again, so well-paced that, like, the moment I was about to be, like, look up, like, what is happening right now? I don't understand how this is supposed to fit into anything. Yeah. Is when it gives me another breadcrumb. Yep. And I'm like, oh, and you're, like, following along. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm like, that is some solid writing right yeah, there. Yeah, some so solid storytelling. Yeah, and honestly, like, the, the beats, though, in the story themselves, like, after, like, around that, mm -hmm. like, when, like, it was literally, it was the the Martha oh, reveal. Yeah. <laughs> that was the, like, uh, that was the breadcrumb. I was I'm like, like, oh. I'm like, uh, oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Oh. That was kind of fun. I was that like, was what? really fun. Yeah. Um, And that little, like, you know possible relationship there as well yep. i mean doesn't obviously not gonna work out. no no not, not gonna work but out fun. but like cute, cute yeah and and i don't want to be oh, I'm, i i think we're being intentionally vague because we think read the book yeah like, like this out. one this i really is... don't want to reveal there's also like a, a like you know macabre reveal later on which oh, sure. like i was like cool because you get the reveal of that in like a offhand like kind of offhanded comment from robin yes and then you get an explanation of it later yeah 
I was like, cool. Yeah, and the art's great. It's a it's a beautiful looking book, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, so it's just a great compliment overall. Yes, I also thought it was funny. Just a really quick like aside, just because there was an ad in here for the, uh, the upcoming this, Green Lantern I saw this book. Ad a lot, yeah. And uh, I just couldn't help but notice, like, you know, we're putting a lot of lanterns in here with the new writer who uh, has been very vocal about his love and hate of certain lanterns and how you're like dude we got everybody we got simon baz's back we got john stewart's back even teen lanterns on the team how about guy gardner and kilowog and sinestro i don't see hal jordan anywhere and it's just it's just you could feel i don't see kyle either no no kyle either that's okay yeah i like kyle but whatever but well, it was just I funny like I was john like, wow. so like I'm, I'm like cool well be prepared to see a lot more of him that's great. Um, which is great, but like I'm also... I'm not a guy gardener. No, no, but... Uh, hey, you know who's also not here? Mm. Gnord. <laughs> Good. I think I think the G is silent. Nort. Nort. I like saying Gnord. Yeah, I know. Because screw them. Because they want you to say Nort. Gnord. Gnord. Did we talk... Did we hit Brian Rowland's super chat where he said, gonna have to catch the replay again? Uh, Happy it's on Spotify? Yes. Uh, and we said Norrin's rad. Uh, Vincent, did we? Yes, we did. Uh, Vincent Brown, unfortunately, I have to get to work. Yes, I remember that one. Uh, definitely not David. Hey, guys, kind of new to the channel, but been binging back issues episodes. Now the Ten of Swords is complete and the full collection's out. Will there be an episode on it? Uh, yeah, uh, if the episode, if the book were actually available, we'd be definitely covering it. Unfortunately, Some folks say that they can get it. I've yeah. seen it. Yeah, you can get it for like an astronomical price or you can wait until Amazon friggin' delivers it to you, which they never will. Uh, it should be here April 20th is when they're going to ship it. So I'm expecting to get it sometime in June or July. Uh, but yes, they, welcome to the channel. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks for popping in off the rack. There are some few people who check out multiple shows because YouTube is really stupid and thinks that like you only go to channels to watch one show. Uh, they didn't used to think that when we started. They were like, "Oh, create a diversity of car of content." You, no one goes to one place just to watch like one thing. You watch a myriad of things as long as it's under the same wheelhouse. And they were like, "Actually, no." So, and, and people are like, why don't you divide it up? And I'm like, because they're going to change their minds the second we do. But uh, welcome to the Off the Rack. Thanks for checking it out. And thank you for checking out the binging of back issues. Uh, yes, Ten of Swords will be happening. Oh, it's happening. Oh, it's happening. I, I am so excited. Yeah. Because of how, I think, frustrated mm-hmm. the guys are going to be with, like, the lead up. Because we did a little bit of the lead up. Yeah. But, like, yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, Noah Koo, if you could have an Elseworlds exchange with any comic creator, dead or alive, who'd they be? Who'd it be? Uh, who'd be? Jack Kirby. Oh, that's a good one. I think it'd be a lot of fun to have Jack on. I think he would not want to do it, but uh, he was more like amenable than like. I mean, he went to conventions and stuff. Nice. Uh, that'd be kind of cool. I'm not even the world's biggest Jack Kirby fan, but I'd love to talk to him about stuff. Uh, obviously, barring that, Alan Moore, Stanley, you know. You gotta get Alan Moore. Alan Moore, yeah. Listen, let his daughter know, you know, hey, listen, I'm down. And I promise, no jokes. I won't even do the impression. That, that uh, might be part of it. That might be the only way that it happens. It's, he's like, I have to hear this. I hear you do an impression of me. I hear it's raw accurate. <laughs> uh, Nick Smith, do you think Zemo will form the Thunderbolts or Masters of Evil in the MCU, bringing back surviving villains for uh, MOE or bringing Deadpool Punisher? No. Uh, but wouldn't that be fun? <laughs> I do not. But that would be fun. By the way, my answer would be Nago Takeuchi. Oh, yeah, that'd be great. You kidding me? That would not she be an, that would not be an interview. No, just be like, ah! <laughs> except like that's every interaction she has with her fans. I guess is where they just scream in her face. So, that's it's a bad one, but hey, yeah. you said anyone. Okay, 
I'll see what I can do. Don't do that. That one's a really don't do that. I, I'll try. Nope. We'll see. Nope. Uh, Kevin Kruger, <laughs> hey, uh, great GBU. Uh, by the way, we did drop a GBU on Sunday. Check it out. It's a lot of fun. We tied in with Justice League, Extreme Justice Leagues. We did. Uh, I have an idea on two other tie-in books and properties that Marvel used to have, uh, Godzilla and Transformers. I'd love to, man. Those are very expensive. They're, uh, yeah. Not the Transformers one. I think that's pretty cheap. But, like, Godzilla? Yeah. They're harder to get nowadays. But thank you. I love that idea. Uh, Andrew M. Hey, Sal and Tiffany. Been a huge fan of the channel since late 2017, and I've loved every second of it. Thank you very much. Yeah, there were, I, there was actually a Godzilla one I, like, had an idea for, but, like, the books were too costly to do for GBU. Mm. I was like, no. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. <laughs> I was wondering if we might see any back issues on Nightwing. Yeah, one day. I gotta do that. We have uh, we have the Bloodhaven book, and, uh, you know, I did Pro- Prodigal, which is close. Bloodhaven? Bloodhaven. The fake Grant Morrison, magic making little demons sing I'm gonna be 500, I'm gonna walk 500 miles or be 500 miles to Nashstrith in limbo for centuries to end on the end of Cable 9 is very evil kind of torture. Yeah, I agree with that. You? I didn't read Cable. That's fair. Cable's the one X book I'm not following religiously. Mm-hmm. Like that's the one I'm not picking up I all just the time. Don't care. I also don't pick up the Wolverine one all the time. Mm-hmm. Even though technically they have a lot of like crossover with like the teams and stuff yeah. like that. For some reason, apparently I'm in the mindset right as of right now. I'm yeah. just feeling like you just put one person on the book. I want I want the most bang for my buck. That's true. <laughs> I want the team book. Yeah. Advertise the team. Right. Also, Cable, you're messing up my sword book. Yeah. <laughs> Even though you're on that team. Also, I promise you, nothing important is happening. No, there, there, there are like no, there no. Is... in cable. Yes, Wolverine. No. Mm, no. Yeah, you get Wolverine. Like, things stories, are being set it. up like here and there. Like you know what I mean. There's always breadcrumbs throughout. Yeah. So it's one of those where it's like I'll go back and I'll catch up, but I'm not picking that one up all the time. Yeah. Uh, J. Joseph Fraser. Uh, good day. If the casting rumors for Charlie Cox and Spider-Man are true, are you afraid that Disney will Ralph Boner his role? Uh, I wasn't until you said that. But uh, I don't believe that they would do that but he's primed for it yeah because of his name (laughs) midnight uh the eternals movie has me very interested after watching infinity war again i feel like loose ends will be answered like how titan was destroyed and how exactly the nowhere celestial head became decapitated yeah i think that'd be cool i think eternals is going to be enjoyable i'm not like i don't have high hopes and i think that's going to really help yeah like i think it's gonna be one of those where i just go into it and just let it be what it is without expectations and i think that's probably the best way to go into most any film yeah that's Um. fair (laughs) yeah i could not be less excited for eternals wow okay uh, Louis Ramirez uh, could have been land. I like the Hong cover. Yeah, the Hong for Alien. Yeah, yeah. for Alien, it could have been land. Could have been land. Will be one day. No. Michael Lopez. Hey, Silent Tiff. Thanks for introducing me to Invincible. After watching the first three episodes, I bought all three compendiums. Unfortunately, they're coming in reverse order. Damn you! Amazon. <laughs> oh my god. Well, then you need to do that. No, you, you got to wait. Then that's even worse. I'm sorry. Sounds <laughs> like. Aha. Yeah, I don't know what. That sucks. <laughs> it's a countdown. Yeah. Three, two, one. Yeah. <laughs> It's terrible. Bob Gucklein, uh, Alien vs. Brood miniseries. Thoughts? No. I don't, I'm don't. i not interested in seeing that. I would like to see the X-Men fight both of them, but yeah. I'd like to see the X-Men take on the aliens, and they're like, it's the Brood! It's the brood. Like, oh, fuck! This is not the Brood. This is much worse! I would love that. <laughs> also trying to convince my boy Andrew to get a xenomorph tat. He watches the show. Please tell him to do it. Yeah, that image of, like, Wolverine. That's where you'd get it. Oh, or, yeah. like, he thinks it's a Brood, so he's like... Yep. And comes out the other side of it. He's like, 
skeleton. That'd be amazing. <laughs> yeah, I've been burned. Uh, yeah, man, get it. Uh, use a Tristan Jones uh, piece of art. Go for it. So now you should, you have to find out if you can use the art. Oh, tweet at him and ask him. Yeah, uh, see how they feel about it. Right? He might he might have a different recommendation too. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Kruger, can you make a video with Batman, Drunk Iron Man, Emperor Palpatine, and Skeletor having a conversation? <laughs> That'd be fun. I'd consider that. We should do that. At a panel. Oh, it's it's too late. Mm. I got, I'll talk to you about something. Don't forget it. I'm going to totally forget it. You should write it down. Okay. Justin Guy with the Mustache Spiderfan62 says that you guys are awesome and they give me lots of strength to survive every day, even with my autism and schizophrenia. I see things and hear things I know aren't there, but I love them and appreciate them. Well, thank you. Uh, for signal boosting Spider Fan, we really appreciate it, man. And yeah. thank you, Spider Fan, for watching the show and letting us be a part of your life, man. Thank you. Yeah, no, seriously, and thanks, to, like super fan over here. Honestly, like you know, you you're here for our live shows. I see you in the comments, and you're over on the Twitch. This is true. Too. So yeah. Thank you so much for that support. Thanks for being with us, and 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 for just making it awesome. Right. Patrick Lawson for finally making a Spotify. Thank you very much, man. And uh, hopefully you're following. And uh, if you you know, check it out. Uh, Jmail 1984. I wonder what your thoughts uh, of the first few episodes of Invincible. Jesus. I wonder what your first thoughts for the what your thoughts are for the first few episodes of Invincible, and also if this is the start of a snowball for cartoon comic content. I think because it's so like successful, yeah, it's going to be more adaptations. Um, I thought it was fine. Pacing's pretty off. Uh, I wasn't the world's biggest fan, but I did love the comic. So that's I'll, all I can say about that. I'll be honest. I'm like, I'm very interested to hear from folk who are unaware yeah. of it. I'm like, honestly, like I've read, I, I know some of Invincible. Right. Um, And I feel like at times the show is maybe relying on someone's knowledge of yeah. the universe. Yeah, I think so. Instead of explaining to, I don't know. There's something up with that pacing though. Yeah. Like there's something up with it where it's just like, I'm like, wait, yeah. what? Like, and you can see the seams on uh, the budget for that show. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, power is power. Also, thank you very much for your number one fan uh, super chat Yee! with an exercising pair. He looks great. I really like that's. I think that might be my favorite animation of his so far. The the like. Yeah, him just yeah, like yeah. Thank you, young power. So let's talk about uh, another one. Uh, Detective Comics number ten thirty four uh, came out. Uh, it also oh, wait, you features. Want, you, want, you want to jump into poor Batman before poor Batman. we talk about a, a book that nobody wants to talk about necessarily? Yeah. Real quick. Okay. Hang on, just real quick. I read Excalibur this week. Oh, Excalibur. Yeah. I uh, remember Betsy was like killed and yeah. she came back. Yeah. She came back wrong. Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna deal with that. Good. And uh, it's about Qu time. Quanin's there. Okay. She's gonna help out. Oh, they. I bet Betsy doesn't like that. Well. Betsy doesn't get choice. Um, <laughs> also, the other Captain Britons are trying to find her because, like, she's Captain Britain Prime for them. Mm -hmm. They're like, she, like, the other Betsies are like, we got to get her back. Right. And so one of them who is much more magically uh, in tune, who uses the totality of her psychic <laughs> God damn it. They, they literally write that. They're like, dedicated to the study of psionic sorcery rather than the blade. Her focused totality turned inward. Yay! I was like, <laughs> Good. Good use. <sighs> High five. Um, uh, manages to find Betsy's, like, energy, her, her mind. Okay. And it's been, like, hiding and, like, hmm. avoiding. Why? And she's like, I don't know. I guess because she doesn't want to get sucked back into Quanin's body? No, 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 no. Quanin's there to help with the body. Remember Jamie Braddock made her a body? Yes. There's something in it. Oh, that's and, right. And it's not Betsy. That's right. Yeah. Um, But Rogue thinks she's like, some, 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 something's there. I okay. know this. What is this? Um, 
But anyway, this Betsy finds it, or this Elspeth, that's her name, this okay. Braddock finds it, and um, manages to put in a little lantern. And then a whole bunch of different Captain and Britons keep going to Saturnine's door <laughs> and are like, you have to hold court. <laughs> and like the fish lady keeps showing up and it's like, oh, she's not going to do it today. And they're like, enough. Right. So she finally shows up and is like, I'm not going to do that. She went against me. So right. like, that's not happening. And they're like, uh... you have to like, all we have to do is have her go back through, you know, to transfer her to her world, essentially. Okay. And she'll come back, and they're like, and she's like, "No, I'm not gonna do that." Right. Because there's a door. There must be a door within the, the the citadel that allows us to go through to her world. Sure. So they're like, "We'll just go back through the gateway." Mm. So they just bring it back through. They give it to Brian, and uh, they leave. They got stuff to do. So our team, Excalibur, is trying to utilize Apocalypse's magic tomes yes. to put it back into this body. Okay. So Richter's trying to do it. And he's bad at it. Hashtag bad at it. Well, I mean, only does a shake. I mean, Pro- I get it. Probably should have gotten a magic user. Yeah, what are you doing? Where's magic? Where's magic? Laughing. <laughs> <laughs> um. So the other issue, though, too, is that they need to kind of hurry this along. Like, Brian's like, we got plenty of time. Don't worry, Richard. You'll get it. Yeah. And, like, Gambit and Rover are like, actually. He's not going to get it. Um, We don't have that much time. <laughs> because um, the Quiet Council is concerned about having the portal open without having contact with Saturnine. Yeah. We need to have contact with her, otherwise we have to close this down. And she won't talk to anyone but Captain Britain. Right. And she wants her Captain Britain. Yeah. Which is hilarious when, like, they, by the way, the other captains realize that. Because they're like, it's not him anymore. He's over you. Let it go. Yeah. She's never going to do that. And then, the like, it's so funny because the goose one is there. Oh, okay. Yay. And, like. That's after, the goose after, Captain Britain. Yeah, after she, like, slams the door, like, slams the door in their face, just starts honking. I'm like. <laughs> Ha! That's so stupid, but I love it. <laughs> yep. Um. Regardless, they they can't get the soul to go in. Quanon shows up and is like, "Okay, no, the problem is, is like, you, you're doing it wrong." <laughs> and like, obviously, like she like this like she just needs to be a little scared. Like yeah. her her mind needs to be afraid. It'll go back into its body. Like okay. she gets something comfortable, so she like, breaks the lantern and then it flies away. And Richard's <sighs> like, "Why would you do that? Um, it was so unhelpful." Like, okay, yeah, that wasn't supposed to go that way. So yeah. I will take total responsibility and go to Avalon and get it back. Okay. So she does, and she gets a dope costume. Sweet. Like, I love it. Yeah, that's really cool. I, that's a really cool I version really of a costume. I really dig her costume in I this. I like it. she got, like, a hood. Yeah. I'm like, neat. I like hoods. When in doubt, hoods. Hood. All the way. Mm-hmm. Just like, ooh. Yeah. I, I look cooler, kind of, you know, <laughs> kind of. Right? But, like, I'm also warm. And more mysterious, yeah. And warmer. I'm also warm. It also like frames my hair and keeps it in place. That's fair. Um, Betsy's mind goes into a well of a, a nearby like village. Okay. In, in Avalon, which is like, oh, we're haunted! Ah, the fire of whatever. And like Quanin shows up and is like, <sighs> okay, I'm dealing with this now. And they're like, oh, you wear the symbol of the heroes of this realm because she has her X thing. Ah. She's like, yeah, okay. Okay, sure, yeah. Yeah, why not? So she jumps down to the well, and, like, we see this, like, really cool imagery of, like, really, she's, like, having, like, a mental, like, tete-a-tete with her. Okay. Um, But, like, we see the imagery of, like, the dead corpse of Betsy, like, leading her. Mm. Like, you'll find the skeleton places. That's cool. Okay. So finally she runs into her, and, like, the fact is it's, like, Betsy's like, I failed. Right. And I don't want to go back. Ugh. Well, like, you do. I'm a monster, and, like, I don't want to do this. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, like, I was in your body, and, like, I'm a bad person, and blah, 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 blah. And she's like... That happened to us. Right. 
Is this a conversation that like we've been waiting for forever? Yeah, it's kind of just they just deal with it. She's Yay. like, it's not something that can be fixed. It's just something that happened. Right. That's fair. Right, and so like essentially, she like tricks her into going into her body. Oh, good. So like they're both in there at the same time. Okay. And she's like, what if I don't leave? What if I get stuck in here? Like, what what if I do it again? Then I guess we'll bang Cyclops. I mean, whatever. Who cares? <laughs> Quanin's like, it's not gonna happen. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, like, we have like quiet councils and Xavier's. And yeah, stuff so now. like they, she makes a run for it back to the gate with her in there, and the town rejoices for like the hero of Avalon, <laughs> and they write a ballad. <laughs> oh, which is of course written. It is written and ballad. There it is. It's right here. Oh, of the violent stranger. Check it out. There it is. Of the <laughs> you violent. You can read it yourself. You, can, you just check it out. You just whatever whatever tune you want to it. I sang the whole thing in my head. I'm sure there's a YouTube video or something. No, there isn't. Yeah, I don't know. There should be though. Um, but there it is. Um, inevitably they come back and like, the problem is there's like something in there still. Okay. And so like, she does go back in and then she starts to choke Mm. and like, they're like, whoa, get her up. And when they do, she spits out a black choker with a little face on it. Okay. And Rogue's like, aha. And then like, you hear Rogue off panel, like freaking out. And like, you see this energy like zip on through one of the gates. Mm. Like, What the hell is that? a character named malice yeah there's many malices yes this one i think i think sue storm was malice not that malice this is a, a mutant who is like pure psionic energy malice okay. had like a thing with polaris at one point in which mr sinister told her to like take over polaris so he could like utilize her and then like she took over havoc and like whatever okay but, like she's been gone and back and whatever and now she's back she also at one point did like take over rogue storm and oh. I think, cyclops so rogue knew her she's like there's something familiar about this specific energy i right. felt this before okay cool but she couldn't contain her so now malice is on the loose oh no and she could be anyone on krakoa oh crap yeah and we'll but only resolve choker, this problem the choker is a thing right. that like you it's know, like hers. that's her. Like usually, it's like you can tell who she's holding by like with, by that choker. Gotcha. But this was in her body, right? So Betsy's back, yay, cool, fixed it, good. So now, but now Saturday's got to deal with that. Yeah, well, screw. Good, <laughs> get over it. That sounds that sounds fun. <laughs> <laughs> I dig it. I like that. Yeah, I, I mean, I appreciate them going to that length, and I also appreciate them having that conversation finally because like. Obviously, the two of them acknowledged each other early on in Excalibur when Betsy first came to the island. Yeah, and they, they never, never dealt with they it. Never dealt with She's it. She's been off with Hellions. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's right. And so, like, and Fallen Angels. Yes, and, but like, and so for her to well, Fallen Angels first, then Hellions. That's so for her to have this moment with her, I was like, cool. We may never get this again. Right. So we might as well do it now. Yeah, we might as well just have them kind of deal with it and like have her be really super mature about it. I like it. Yeah. Well, at least one of them. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like they all worked it out. Yeah, but, like, Betsy clearly was, like, you know, she was she, she's a little more, like, vulnerable. emotional, mm-hmm. I want to say. Like, you know, she's just feeling everything, and, like, Quanin's, like, coming at it from more of a, like, logistics warrior kind of, like, this happened. Yeah. And, like, we gotta, you gotta move on. Right, exactly. There's, there's nothing to fix. Yeah, that's fair. Cool. <laughs> Uh, young Goku uh, over 9,000 uh, mentions. It feels weird that the main X-Men book is a monthly. Does that feel weird or am I weird? Also, I got Zdarsky's Daredevil. I'm on volume three. Never thought I'd read Daredevil. And this is a dope book. Nice. Nice. See, I told you people. <laughs> I'm not full of crap when I recommend these books. I promise you're going to dig them. But uh, yes, I feel like X-Men is, it, it's like a snail's pace for the main X-Men book. It does, but like if you're, if you're reading any of the other to- like the other books, the other like titles, you're still gonna get X Men. You're still getting your X Men, and you're still getting some progression. Um, it's not 
Yes, I agree. Because I'm like, that's coming out this week. And I'm like, oh, Christ. Yeah. All right. And like the last one, was the last one the tie-in? No. No, they uh, they went to the city and they then they destroyed it or whatever. The last X-Men. Oh, was it? Yes. I have to go back and refresh my memory. Because I'm like, there was the one that was like... They're in the box and they fight the guys and they... Yes, thank you. And they so kill everybody. We said yeah. the city, my brain made... a city it, in there. My brain made it in New York. I'm like, oh, what? No, not our city. I'm like, they godzilla the city? I don't remember them doing that. Um... No, but like I was thinking then before that they had the the like 90s like spectacular yes. one, you know what I mean? Yeah, so no, it's that like, doesn't count. That does make it feel more stretched out because yeah. like it's almost like the other books are doing more world building than X-Men well, they are. title is doing right now because if you're just reading X-Men it's like not much has happened no. since Ten of Swords. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh but yeah, so you're right. Uh Cosmic Reader uh here to help keep the lights on and good job nice job on the haircut tiffany thank you i agree thank, thank you. you very much uh <laughs> zyrone simmons in a big bad way thank you so much for your support man uh he says for poops and ha-has keep up the good work or good stuff thank you very much that zyrone. was a, that was a g version yeah of that phrase right i mean you could still that. say giggles but i like the poops and ha-has I, I like i like taking it off brand that's true you're owning it that's yeah. a zyrone original i like it i like it thanks a lot man uh, Rab L with another adorable, well, not his, this is his first, but like it's still an adorable uh, Sheba doing his thing. It looks like uh, it, it like a, painted a, a sign. paintbrush. Yeah, thank love you. Uh, he looks great. Love it, love it, love it. And uh, Cosmic Reader back to say, I've, uh, I'm glad that Mar I, I'm glad when Marvel gets a new property like Alien, they care to make a decent story about it. Uh, I also appreciate when Disney and Warner Brothers think about the publishers instead of going to one they don't own. Yeah, I appreciate them, that too. They it's, give them a shot. They're like, okay. Yeah. All right. Try it out. By the way, you know what's funny? I noticed, uh, you know, the uh, the Penguin Random House uh, distribution thing with Marvel? Yeah. Uh, IDW's distributor's already that. Oh, interesting. Yeah, that was like a concern. Yeah. For me, is like once they leave, like, Diamond's ability to keep themselves afloat on, like, other publishing labels and, I guess, toys. Yeah. Di like, distribution, like, how much of their. Um, income is coming from there and then yeah. like so if they're not able to support themselves like what will happen to publishers who do right distribute through them but like i don't have numbers on that it's just it was just a thought i had or i'm like i do know that uh what was it you get a you get a you get a 50 per, uh, diamond give you like a retailer is a 50 percent and i think uh, ran, uh like discount or markdown or whatever and uh penguin does 55 percent and a couple of retailers were like up in arms about it um, but Random House or Penguins is, uh, shipping is free. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. Penguin shipping's nice. I know. Uh, I don't run a comic book store though. So. No. Uh, Noah Koo, my dad never read comics, but he rushed over to tell me about Invincible. Aww. He's loving it so far with zero context, as am I. Maybe the show will work better for comic noobs. I hope so. I'm going to throw this out into the ether again. Uh, I tweeted about this the other day, but like, uh, we have a Amazon Fire Stick, uh, Invincible's an Amazon Prime series, and Comixology is owned by Amazon and is give is doing an Invincible sale. Why can't I, at the end of watching the show, each episode, push a button on a thing that pops up that says read the series right or even just order the book order the book through comiXology well, or like what if i don't want to do that well buy it from amazon that's then. what i'm saying yeah you're like, right exactly but like 
with Amazon and with Comixology's like you know synergy, you could literally finish the show, click it, and then read the comic through Comixology on your TV. Right. Ha. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. Uh, Detective Comics. Uh, yeah, let's let's do it. Yeah, this is a so it's poor, it's broke ass Batman. I mean, he really he's not Kinda, that broke. It's like it's like not. And that's the thing, like broke, not broke. It, it it's frustrating because like it's such a stupid concept that like I'm so over. I was over when James Tynion the Fourth was hyping it up. He's like, yo, he's not as rich as he used to. I'm like, who fucking cares? Like he's to the regular human being reading this comic book. Nobody notices, but the writers are like, okay, so he doesn't have the mansion because we're going to stick to our guns about Alfred. And it's like, okay, fine. All right. All right. All right. So I'll just go back. So I'm done reading Batman. So I'm never going to re-get my Batman. I'll just read old Batman books. Okay. I got you. I got you. You don't want me reading Batman. Fine. 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 Okay. Okay. I hear you. So I'll just I'll just pop in once in a while, see what's happening in Batman, and be like, so this is what's happening in Batman. So Batman lives on the moon and fart, and it's like, okay, cool. But I'm reading some old Batman, and there's like 800,000 issues that I can enjoy. Good. In the meantime, this book uh, is actually kind of fun. Uh, Batman lives in a brownstone, and he like lives near the elite from Gotham, just like he used to. But no, like, he doesn't. He lives near. Like, it's just some he, rich it, folk. It's rich folk, but it's like, like well off folk. Well off folk. When these are same, no, because he, he couldn't afford to like go visit them. He was talking about how he, like it was a party he wasn't invited. Like he goes to the the gala that he wouldn't have been able to afford a, a ticket to, and the rich folk are in in a similar boat to him when it came to the gala. Doesn't matter. The point is, he gets Bruce, Bruce Wayne goes to his first barbecue, and uh, he has a fun time. Uh, we meet some new characters, but uh, unlike James Tynion the Fourth's new characters, none of them wear a costume or have a McFarlane figure or are a desperate attempt at getting paid for the rest of your life via DC royalties. No, it's just uh, some people, just some folk who like literally will pop in and pop out the second anyone else is writing this book. But uh, they organically are fun. Like they're characters that don't like to supplant or replace or frustratingly, you know, dwarf a character that would be there. You know, like yeah, a, a reporter. And you know what I mean? Like, and a city councilman. And, you know, it's just characters that, like, who cares? Like, okay, cool. Yeah. And because Batman is not in, like, a mansion far away, he lives next door to them. Mm -hmm. He has to deal with them. Yeah. And I kind of dig that. Also, we kind of get, like, Batman's age on display in this series, which is, like, something you never really get. You're like, how old is Batman? I've always pictured Batman as being, like, 42. But guess what? He hasn't drawn like he's 42, and when he's at this garden party, you know, he looks like 28. I, that is, okay, so that is Dan Mora's, like... Interpretation? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I but mean, no, like, but I think the DC he can, would... He can draw older, but I he, think you're right. I think they're like... Yeah, DC wants you to think uh, younger. Yeah, I think they're making him a little younger. Like, you know, I'd say mid-30s, late-30s. I, I think, like, early-30s, if that is he's, what they want you to think. He's got bat years on I know. But uh, but I dig it, you know. I'm like, oh, cool. Um, oh, apparently, uh, oh, hey, Greg, <laughs> a friend of the show, Greg uh, asked, "What did he say? Where did he where did he go?" He said, "If a predator, if the predator can only fight five uh, characters in the Marvel universe, what would they be?" Oh, okay, uh, five Marvel characters for Predator. Yeah. Okay, so only those. Okay, Predator, Punisher, oh, Wolverine. Uh -huh. Craven the Hunter? Yeah. For you, Greg. Uh, 
The Guardians of the Galaxy? Th that's a team. That's <laughs> the... a team. That's not one character. Fine. Uh, I said Wolverine already, right? Yeah. Moon Knight. No! Yeah, that's awesome, because he's like going to spend half his time questioning whether or not it's real. Right. Not Moon Knight then. I mean, like, Moon Knight from before. Uh-huh. Before Moon Knight. I know, I know. I guess that's cool. Yeah, I mean, like, it would look cool. Aunt May. Aunt May. Yeah. Um, it's a very not fight. Right. It's the predator protecting her as she comes home. Oh, that'd be fun. <laughs> yeah, because she has no weapon. But da 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 So we're, like, getting onto the subway. She almost slips. She's like, <gasps> okay. And I, I, I guess Black Panther, like a predator infiltrates Wakanda, that'd be kind of fun. I'd rather see them, like him fight the, the I'm going to totally butcher the name, the Dora Milaje. Oh, okay. Yeah, that'd be cool. Okoye? Yeah. Well, that'd be dope anyway. That's, yeah. just, a, that's just a Black Panther book. Yeah. That's called Predator Invades Wakanda. That's the but book. But he's not there. But it, yeah, Black Panther's someplace else. Yeah. He's dealing with uh, Avengers stuff. Yeah. That'd be fun with me. I'd also like to see Cap fight the Predator. That could be fun. Uh, and Kazar. You you named so many. Yeah. Well, but pick, Kazar would definitely be in the Savage yeah, Land. Pick five of them. I don't know. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so yeah, uh, overall, you know, this is like playing with the ideas from Future State, but in the main DC universe with this crazy infinite frontier we're living in. Uh, overall, I, I enjoyed this. I had a good time reading it. I did too. I like young Batman, you know? Like, he's fun. Yeah. You know what's funny? It's like, I really, I honestly truly enjoyed this. There was, like, one thing that, like, the colorist kind of, like, this yeah. is this must be him here running away. He's taking his jacket off. Mm. But you don't see that. No. And it took me forever to figure out how this panel. Like, what like, am I even looking at? Like, what yeah. happened here? But I know Damora. I know he's really well done. Like, I really, like, yeah. solid. Yeah, and I don't think Tamara Bonvillain is uh, coloring this, so. No, but, like, so, like, I was like, ah, it was just one little thing. Yeah. Um, the coloring is pretty good in this, by the way. It is solid. It was just that one little thing that, like, honestly, I I, I narratively couldn't figure out how we got to Bruce Wayne because yeah. of that one little, like, thing at first. Again, totally figured it out. Not really a big deal. Yeah. I like the voices for folk in this story quite yeah. a bit. Especially Batman. Yeah. Like, no. Bruce's voice, he's like, I don't... Okay. Hi. Yeah. I appreciate how, like, out of touch a lot of the folk are. That he goes to the party. Yes. For like, I very much appreciate that. Totally. Um, I I like too that he couldn't help. He had to go because they're his neighbors. Yeah. He doesn't. He, live. Normally, I would just leave. Usually, I live on an estate. I don't have to go anywhere. No Alfred would make you go away yeah, from me. Yeah, yeah. Or like, you know, I wouldn't go to your party, and no one's gonna knock on my door to come see why I'm not there. <laughs> yes. You might. So I'd better just go. Yeah. Um, There's like potential for romance in this book, which I'm like, Whoa. Yeah, and honestly, the characters are here, and like, you know, something does happen with one of the characters but like you know it's not like and this character whatever they're just they get like wrapped up in this yes and i'm like oh that's kind of cool like there's like another stake for bruce here yeah you know like a little more personal you know as opposed to like i know this person because i know everyone and i track what they're doing this is like no i met this person like literally the other day like we had a we we, we shared cheese and like now they're gone yeah i think that's cool yeah like that's fine i mean like honestly it's like uh you know batman with less money is just a lot of Batman stories that we enjoy that are older, which yeah. is like Batman just being a detective. Right. Um, I mean, sure. Did the gadgets help? Does the like endless supply of batarangs help mm -hmm. fighting crime? Sure. But like a lot of like Batman and like the, I think the love of Batman comes from his like own cleverness yes. and his intelligence and no. his ability to like problem solve. Yeah. Him being rich has always been an afterthought for me. Yeah. The best Batman stories are him 
you know, in the dirt. Yeah, the smaller ones. It's the smaller ones. Like, when, when it gets big and fantastical, that's when I'm like, oh, okay. And, like, usually the money thing is the case. Like, for me, you know, I don't miss him having, like, night vision. He still does, by the way. You know, so it's like... Well, he's a bat. Right. But, I, you know, I, I don't miss, like, any of that stuff. Like, I remember... There's a there's a Batman book where uh, Batman and Robin infiltrate Maxi Zeus's compound and they need to put in, like, night vision things. They're super low-tech. They're just these, like, piece of plastic. They look like little glasses. And Robin, like, he, like, pulls his mask and, like, tucks him in. And he gets cool green eyes for, like, a couple of panels. And I'm yeah. like, that's Batman. For me, it's just like, Robin, quick, like, put this thing in your face. Like, mm-hmm. I made it myself. You know, it's not, he, I had Wayne, you know, Industries making gazillions of things. You know, like, this could have been an opportunity to do, like, Scott Snyder's Batman, for the most part, is also, like, the my favorite Scott Snyder Batman stories. You would never know how wealthy he is. Well, and it's also like, you know, not to, not to, to like, you know, dismiss his wealth because his wealth obviously grants, It's a factor. It's a factor, and it definitely um, allows him to, like, research and develop. It's, it's the R&D of his, of his stuff. Yeah. But when you think about, like, one of the, like, for me, one of the most, like, iconic images of Batman is him on a horse. Yeah. Yeah. It's him on a horse. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I love the Batman, I think it's dope, and I love seeing it here, like, rusting. Yeah. But it's like, Batman can be cool without it. Yes. And, like, so, like, I'm not, I I am kind of excited to see where some of these stories go, because, at, like, in my heart, I know that Batman can be cool without uh, yeah. infinite funds. Right. But I also think, like, it's kind of like, do we even need that to be a thing? I think because it's gotten so extreme. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's like, true. It's like, we need to address. Yeah you know this we if like if we're going to pull it back when like wouldn't people be like where did all the money go why is he using this right yeah he should be like he should be armored against any like issues because of his wealth yeah um alvaro bueno did a uh, dark knight returns commission that uh was exactly that oh cool (laughs) he called it to the stables robin which is one of my favorite lines in dark knight returns i'm just gonna throw it up there right now that's what you you talking about the horse thing reminded me of that moment. Yeah. Just, yep. So. Anyway. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, good stuff. You know, it's it fun. was. Yeah. And I'm intrigued. And Tamaki approaches Batman with like with like a lack of reverence, but without dismissing it or making it in like you know what I mean. Like it's just kind of she's like, oh, I guess I'll just write about this character. Yeah. No. Honestly, I I, I you know she's like. Yes, this is a, a well-known character, and this is, like, a, a character that comes with a lot of history and, yep. um, you know, icon- iconography. Yeah. But I'm also just telling a story about a character. Yes. It's, this is a character who has also a rich, you know, amount of, you know, stories behind it. Yeah. And, and then a lot of, um, you know, attributes that I can lean into that maybe haven't been. Right. You know, it's not just the man in the mask. No. It's the man behind it as well. And I, yeah. and I think she might highlight that a little bit. Definitely. More so, I think. Yeah. So. But you still get some great Dan Mora art of him being Batman, mm-hmm. which is, you know, sweet. Also, some backup stuff. Uh, if you want to check out Josh Williamson's Robin series, it promises to be a lot of fun. I know a lot of stuff that's happening in that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. I I read the backup. Oh, and, yeah. And How I was thought, it? I thought it was kind of fun. To you. I, I, thought it was, I thought it was kind of fun. I, I honestly didn't anticipate, like, digging on it so much um looks like they're introducing some character i don't know though maybe this character has already existed oh yeah yeah we don't i don't want to spoil it okay so but there's there's gonna be a couple of fun cameos in the robin series so check it out yeah um yeah that yeah connor hawk 
Uh, oh, I didn't piece that together at all. Oh, I just was like, cool, whatever. Right. On. I was more impressed with the like conversation they had. Yes, good stuff. It, I could hear her voice as the animated series. <laughs> as the animated series, and like that last line, and like I love that he leaves, mm-hmm. and like that's such like a learned thing from his father. Yep. I mean, obviously, it's also a league of you know anything, assassins, shadows, any of them, whatever. Yeah. Like any of them will just you know leave, leave gone. Yeah, but like. In the midst of a conversation, that's a bad. That's his dad. Yeah, that's... and I really like that he uses it on her, and yeah. like, and she's left to say her last line, and then like, you know, like, go, my son. I was like, that's. Yeah. I I could hear the whole thing. Yeah. So totally. like, I think that was very well written. Agreed. Well, it's so funny I didn't put that together at all. <laughs> I was just so enamored by that conversation. Yeah, it's just a good show. Or it's just a good. Book. I was just I was just reading the comic. <laughs> <laughs> like hundreds of Americans. Uh, oh. So yeah, I I think that's it in terms of comics, right? Are you... Yeah, I kept it short because I knew we were going to chat about the show yep um, uh, uh so yeah let's talk about the show do we uh, want to do some super chats beforehand yeah, yeah we might as well uh okay i think we're almost caught up here cool <clears throat> here we go oh joshua stevens uh love the haircut sal could you pitch a marvel versus dc lego movie uh no i mean i could but i'm not gonna do that right now uh <laughs> i'll tell you what i will do i want to see the game more than I don't like the Lego movies. I don't care about them. I don't find them interesting. I'd rather watch like a movie or uh, or an animated movie rather than one of the Lego things. Well, they could reboot that. Like not reboot it, but like since they already know that people have embraced the idea of the multiverse, like yeah. they could just be not the Lego Batman movies, just yeah. make something brand new that's maybe more in tune with the Lego yes. games. Yeah. I'd just rather get Marvel versus DC the game. Just use all access. Yeah, just use access. They could easily introduce Access. And he would he actually makes less he's less silly in a Lego verse. Access is a real human boy. Yeah, he looks normal. No, no, I meant like he's real and like it's like he like dumps. Oh his my god, yeah, it'd be like the end of the Lego movie. So not That's how you that's how you do it. That's, that's your movie. No. It's like the Lego movie. It's like the Lego movie, not one of the Lego movies. <laughs> Will I am golden sub guys keep uh, up the great work. Just realized that the a new Superman, Batman versus Predator aliens will never be a thing again. That's too bad. Uh, if you haven't already seen it, Superman and Batman versus Aliens and Predator is one of the worst uh, AVP crossovers I've ever seen. And we did it on back issues for some reason. Man, so check it out. I really want the Punisher one now because it just really fits in with the Predator movie. I know. That's right. That's that's why I said Predator or Punisher first. Yeah. It's just a Predator movie. It's just Punisher is dealing with a gang war and then the Predator attacks. It's just Predator two with Punisher in it. Right. Or like he comes across the acts of the Predators. Like I don't know this. Yeah. I don't yeah. know this new mover and shaker. Yeah. And then you freaking have uh, what you do is you have Frank. Uh, you know he's dealing with him and you, you you make it like a six issue miniseries, right? Yeah. Make it prestige format. You give it somebody like uh, Bill Sankovich, and you make it look friggin' dope and eighties and gritty. And so like the first like four issues are frank getting his bearings and fighting the predator in the city you mm-hmm. know maybe he's not even dealing with the predator you know he's just dealing with the gangs and you watch as like all the gangs start to die because by the, like the fourth or fifth issue they're all dead and you don't have to deal with the gangs anymore right but then frank is like i know what i'm dealing with here it's or at least i know that i have to deal with this thing and he lures the predator to like an island yeah i was just going to say there's a there's a couple of abandoned islands off of new york one of them's like north brother island has an old estate on it yes it's 20 acres yeah so you have the you have frank like that's like a safe house or like a like a place he's like that was going to be like his end game like i was like i was going to lure you know like the owl and the kingpin and all these other characters to this place and blow up the whole fucking place but instead i'm gonna have to take down this thing and it's like 
Because maybe an innocent gets killed, or a cop gets killed, or you know what I mean? A like family. Family. Well, the predator wouldn't kill a family, but like a, a predator being like off. Well, yeah, I'm I could not see... saying that he killed them. Maybe no, he was well, in I'm the saying crossfire. yes. Well, I could see Frank being like, "Oh, this guy's great," except like, "Oh, he only shoots people with guns. That's that's not going to help me." Um, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, anyone. But you have basically you you get two stories for the price of one, but you only get like one full issue of like Jungle Frank versus the Predator. And that's your book, and there you, you can. And you don't worry about continuity because it doesn't matter. Anyway, I'll, I'll do. I'll take it for free. You, that's yours, uh, Cameron F. I agree with putting a link at the end of the show or giving the source material some visibility. Mm-hmm. Please show some love to the source material you're basing billion dollar franchises off of. Right. Yeah. No. For sure. Because it's like, will that work for every single person who watches it? No. No. But like, wouldn't if, it be nice if a, if a few of them, like of the of the few of like the thousands and thousands of people watching these things. Yeah. Hook them while they're young, like the tobacco industry. Maybe that's not the best way to Noah Koo says, y'all have to read some of these Batman jokes after the stream's <laughs> over. My best one is Batman's so broke you can't afford to get stabbed by a hooker. Oh! <laughs> no, trust me, I've, I've seen them. I was looking that at one, them. That one, that does cost a little extra. You gotta ask for that. Yeah. Ben <laughs> Tilly, watching Invincible, got me thinking, what makes a superhero costume iconic? Would love to hear your thoughts. Uh, color scheme, uh, design, in terms of like, what you're doing and uh whether the yeah uh color and design and of course like the power set like you what's it called there's gravity from marvel i liked gravity but like there's nothing to that character unfortunately and so you you need like more uh than just like a cool costume you need like a fun yeah but i think the the costume itself is like like just that on its own because that's not fair to to tie like bad story writing to like a costume design i honestly don't like that (laughs) he looks like blue beetle but like it's i wasn't a fan of that iteration of that mm -hmm. um but i i honestly i agree it does come down to the color design and i think a little bit of theming yeah and not taking that too far right because for spider-man you know that's like one of the most top three most iconic costumes of all time it's it's the american flag it says nothing about a spider like, there's nothing about his costume that's, like, looks like a spider. Well, it's got the webbing. The, there's webs on it. Right, but that's, like, that's the theming. And the same with Batman. Like, it, it is not, it, it's not really a bat. No. Like, does it have, like, the, the cape, ears, kind of. The cape, yeah, that's it. But, like, he's he doesn't have, like, claws. Sometimes he does. But, yeah. like, the original, like, mm-hmm. when you think of Batman, like, it's more, like, it hints at it. Yeah. It's the it idea implies. of it as opposed to being the actual thing. Yeah, because you don't, you don't want to go literal. You have to be interpretive. Then you're Man-Bat. Yeah, then you're Man-Bat, and that's not a costume. <laughs> you're a werewolf. Neil and Bradley, I love both your work. Thank you very much. Well, thank you. Uh, just a heads up, Boom has a humble bumble that in- bundle that includes a lot of their creator-owned books, and proceeds go to freedom to read. Nice. nice. I always say humble bumble, too. Thank you. Humble bundle is a good place to go check out. Uh, weekly honestly i always forget to talk about that so thank you for bringing that (laughs) up because like you never know what they're gonna have over there from video games to like honestly like developer if like you're a a software developer sometimes or you would like to get into that they've got like little courses that you can grab also i think sometimes but like and books so or comics yeah uh, and Cash Money in the Bank has an adorable gif of what looks like, I think, a hippo turning into a... Uh, yes. Like an Ava of some kind. No, it's like a mech suit. It was his gaming chair. Oh, it's his gaming chair. Thank you very much, and Cash Money in the Bank. And powered up! I love it. Uh, I've never seen that before in my life. Neither so have I. thank you very I, I, much. I am, like, enamored with it. Right? I, I just this can't stop looking at it. This is the rest of the stream. Yeah, she's just staring at this. But thank you very much <laughs> for your support, man, and uh, for everything. 
Uh, all right, let's talk about this book uh, or this show. Uh, or do we want to recommend I books? I think we should recommend books in case folk haven't caught up. Yeah, that's like, fair. We don't want to spoil anything. All right, Tiffany, take it away. What I didn't get through all the things. So... Okay, well, then I will recommend some books. What? <laughs> yeah, of course. What? You see the other one next to it? Oh, oh my gosh. I don't know if I can honestly, in good faith recommend that yeah but i'll mention it i'm gonna i'm just gonna throw a couple out there real quick guys um x-men number 19 is coming out yay yay more about the vault yay who knows where any of this is going i can't wait we're gonna find out i think you're gonna pre like do this one so i'll leave that one for you okay uh strange adventures number nine written by tom king or by midget jared's Best book from DC so on the shelves. Such, such a good book. And then two books that I don't know if I can say I recommend, but they're coming out. So well, I do like this this artist, or this writer, rather. Yeah, what? What? Avengers Curse of the Man-Thing. <laughs> it's coming out Woo. by Steve Orlando with our boy friend, uh, Francesco Mobili. Mobili? What? Yeah. <laughs> just. Sweet. Just what? The Avengers are dealing with Man-Thing, finally. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, if you haven't been, like, on the, like, the Avengers run right lately, maybe this is what you want. Maybe. I don't know. Hey, man thing, don't suck. Yeah. Um, and there's also a tie-in coming, er, coming out. It's King in Black, Ghost Rider number one. Sweet. Yep. Ed I, Brisson. I, okay. Yep. Yep. I think this is maybe dealing with a little bit of what happened before i'm trying to like it's yeah i, I believe it is okay i believe he's still trying to deal with you know mephisto yeah and like being the king in hell and all that stuff so sure or king of hell so uh, that just came out of nowhere for me honestly yeah like right like what pretty exciting what good stuff maybe i don't know probably uh, Batman Catwoman number four is coming out. That cover is nuts because I didn't recognize it as that book. No. it's It actually looks nothing like the regular series. Uh, no, she looks like a, a mecha. Yeah. It's like, pretty cool. She, she look, or like a, yeah, like a mecha. Yeah. I was, I was like, I was okay with that. Yeah. Tom King, uh, Clayman. It's a great looking book. I enjoy it a lot. Uh, obviously, Daniel Warren Johnson's Beta Ray Bill is dropping. So check it out. It is just him. Uh, also, Mike Spicer. I believe was the colorist on Wonder Woman Dead Earth. Oh, cool. So it's going to look like that. Beta Ray Bill being awesome. I believe it's a King in Black tie-in, but like... Well, because that looks like Fing Fang Foom. Yeah, I think Fin Fang Foom's getting a friggin' uh, symbiote. And then Stormbreaker's got to hit him. He's going to go Fing Fang Boom. I think so. I'm going to leave now because that was not a good thing. No, but uh, I'll, I'll allow it. Okay. It's good stuff. Uh, I'm excited. Yeah. And if you're interested in more, uh, we actually did an interview with uh, Daniel Warren Johnson, which is uh, on the Facebook page right now and in the Discord. So check it out. Uh, Tiffany talked to him for like an hour. It was a lot of fun. And he hints at it. It was from like September. And he uh, he's like, I think I might be, uh, you know, a big fan of Beta Ray Bill. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, very much was that. I'm like, 
what yeah and then all camera was like yeah i'm doing it yeah we were like oh yeah. we can't talk about that yeah but we can now yeah uh and that's it uh as far as books that we're recommending I, I think. oh also the uh, the other history of the dc universe number three is coming out i think well. that's it i think that's uh the third of, of three we'll see a lot of the uh black label books tend like this was the oversized ones mm-hmm. tend to be the three issues yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i was choked my water to say that oh no <laughs> well be careful uh so yeah doing good let's talk about uh falcon winter soldier so issue or episode two dropped on friday we enjoyed it uh we watched it we did watch it uh how'd you like it episode well we haven't talked about any of it so far I've been oh yeah enjoying um the series overall Same. um i honestly really really enjoyed the first issue dealing with um real world issues like scaled to fit this marvel universe Mm -hmm. um i thought that was great honestly um dealing with not only like issues in terms of like race but also in terms of you know that division of like you know wealth yeah in general um and the idea of like if you've ever had it if you've ever been in a situation where you where you're a have not Right. And you need to accomplish anything. It's an uphill battle. Mm-hmm. And so to like see it put in this perspective of like, well, people who got blipped, everybody came back. Yeah. And so it's like, you know, trying to get a loan. Well, you need to prove income. But I haven't existed. Right. But but still, you have to prove income. Yeah. What? Yeah. And in a real world scenario, it just, it kind of feels like that situation. It's It's like, that was like, so incredibly done to display that honestly um it was it was incredible yeah um i love the fact too that like that guy also like is like oh man you're a hero let's do a selfie blah 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 but i'm not helping you yeah no i just want from you yeah yeah so i thought that was really well done i like um that bucky is forced to go to therapy i really enjoyed his therapist yeah more than i thought like i thought like this is gonna be a one-off character or like this is gonna be a character that like is too jokey or whatever right it just fit perfectly yeah um she's no nonsense yeah which i i like to think in my own head canon that he's been through a few yes and this is the one that like she's like no (laughs) yeah no this is what we're gonna do um his like list of like people who he needs to make amends amends with yeah. yeah like i was like that's incredible i as soon as you put together yeah who the who the old man is uh, yeah it's so so heartbreaking mm-hmm. um i really like um sam's sister yeah she's fun i like her being like you know you haven't been here right like i have to make decisions and i have to do things and like you go and get to like you you know you work for the government and you are a superhero and you go off on your like crazy big adventures and then you went away right so i'm making decisions well and you were never here to begin with like, yeah you know you're showing up here like oh they, they robbed me of my time and it's like you had plenty of time to be missed yeah yeah um that's pretty cool and she's in and in the second episode she's been left again yeah so i'm like that's coming back around oh yeah so yeah yeah but i don't but i want to watch him be a superhero (laughs) i know i do too but like i i like when they take heroes and they give them the human element yeah i I think that that is um the kind of storytelling that like sometimes i'm really looking for i mean obviously we just came off of um wandavision wandavision which had much more of a fantastical element to it but at its core it was a human story exactly um so at like, the end of the day I'm, it's all about family yeah <laughs> well like i'm happy to see that here as well Same. um what do you think of walker 
Uh, I think he's great. Uh, I love that it's uh, Kurt Russell's son. You mm-hmm. can kind of get a little bit of Russellisms, but it's he's very much his own actor, mm-hmm. and he's uh, he's giving John Walker like the space and the like depth that he needs. I'm very glad he's not just douche Captain America. Yeah. Uh, I'm. I do like that. You know, we did uh, give him time. Uh, you know, we we give the whole cold open where it's just like this is who he is mm-hmm. but it was, he's very economical like we're gonna have two characters go to the same location to reinforce two different parts of his personality to show you who he is mm-hmm. and then uh, we'll reinforce that with an interview where he uh, shows how phony he is and it's like okay like that's cool i dig it uh i i liked how like desperate he was to get the other two to work with him and then being like, if you slap my hand away again, I'm gonna fucking, <laughs> I'm gonna show you what it's like to fight me as Captain America. And I'm yeah. like, okay, cool, like that's neat, because uh, it's like it, it's a dude who's like, I, I don't necessarily want to be Captain America. I, uh, but he also like, but him signing all those autographs, I'm like, ugh. Yeah, no, honestly, I like the fact that I don't like him. And yeah. I think it's just because I'm so. It has nothing to do with Steve. No. It has everything to do with Sam and Bucky. Yeah. Like. I do feel like I was like with Sam as he's like seeing that reveal, mm-hmm. like that betrayal of yeah. like, you know, I decided to donate to to the Smithsonian to be on display for all Americans yeah. to come and see. Mm-hmm. And you were like, yes, good. <laughs> yeah. Take for own reasons. Right. We just lied. The whole Smithsonian like thing was just a big front to trick you <laughs> into signing a contract basically that says I'm giving this up. Yeah. Willfully. Yeah. Like, so, like, every time I see his, like, smiling face, I'm like, get out of here. You're <laughs> yeah. not supposed to be Cap. Right. You're not supposed to be right. Cap. And I think, like, that that's an interesting element for his character. And John Walker gets to grow as that. Where he's mm-hmm. like, I, I know, it would have been hard without you guys. Mm-hmm. And it is, it would be hard if, like, there had never been a Captain America. Like, I lived in a world where there was no Captain America. Then there was a Captain America. And now I have to be Captain America. Yeah. No, I get it. I, I... I'm excited to see what they do with this character because, like, there's, you know, uh, there's obviously the way to go with it, you yeah. know. Um, but it'd be more interesting for me for them to not to make him just like, just just give up the shield. Yeah. Like that would be more interesting because, like, I in my head, I'm like, you're going down that path. Mm-hmm. You're gonna want to take that formula. You're gonna need to like be yeah. super. You're gonna think you're not enough. I'm yeah. like, of course you are because you suck yeah. and you're not supposed to be. It's supposed to be Sam. Yeah. But like, so I'm already there. So if they don't do that, I'm gonna be like, "Oh, you're just a good guy." Yeah, <laughs> I know, it's a, it, and that's the conflict. I hope it's, and I think with with it being a show, it allows you to not have to do all that shorthand. Mm-hmm. And we have the opportunity to do three different scenes where we reinforce Sam's relationship with his sister, as opposed to just maybe half of one in the movie. Yeah, um, and we get to like meet John and watch him grow or diminish as the show progresses uh i couldn't care less about the flag smashers i talked about this on the the benny show for me like when they were like this is you know this is who we are and you know she's like yeah one planet i'm like i don't care about you and i I know like it's meant to like humanize them and i'm like who cares no what i what i think i like i do like them though in, in in a way because it's like you're really already dealing with a morally gray character in Bucky Barnes like Bucky yeah. wants to be good he comes with a past you know what I mean like yeah. a, the way he deals with a lot of situations is to fall back on those skills that he has right and so you have this like morally gray group regardless of how they came to be which I'm sure we'll discover it along the way but like seemingly like the blip obviously is th- thrown everything into chaos yeah. and so like I think we're unraveling like that 
issue as well where it's like but like i used to live in this house so like now this is my house like so yeah. what happens yeah and it's so not it's just like, a spider-man joke yeah so like they're trying to probably incorrectly we're going to learn more about them as yeah. we go but like they're rallying against that and so like from their point of view right. like they're in the right oh, i know i know and then like, that's what so I kinda, they should be like, i dig about them is that they're this more like a group who's probably being used yeah which i'm like that's cool. oh yeah yeah like that's neat mm-hmm. um i loved isaiah yeah yeah uh i i I love that scene. I like the introduction of that character. I was very excited. I was like, hey, there's Patriot. He's opening the door. <laughs> uh, but uh, but really great, smart idea to introduce him in this show. Uh, he can thematically kind of like parallel Sam in a way. Uh, it's it's a fascinating uh, introduction to that character. You I did have like a what? Yeah, I was. I was like, <gasps> really? <laughs> cool. Um, and and yes, like, you know, is it like, what, how did, St- did Steve know about this? It's like, yeah, no. Um, and yeah, like Woody, maybe he didn't have a lot of time, you know, when would he have been told he didn't have access to shield files or maybe he did during the, the winter's older movie, yeah. but, but he probably wouldn't have seen it. Who I, cares? I like the complexity to that scene. Yeah. It's like such a short scene, but there's so many layers yeah. going on there. You have Bucky who like obviously has come out the other side, but it's like the last time they saw one another, that was, this was not the scenario. No. Yeah, and I like that. I hope he's. I I I, I expect there to be more. I think yeah. some people were like, "Is that it?" And I'm like, "No. Why would you do like you wouldn't no, introduce got, him like they that?" Gotta, they got to bring him back. Yeah. Um. I also I I just I I love that Bucky was like that moment of like he's been through enough. Right. That's why you don't know about him. Yeah, exactly. Because they wouldn't stop. Yeah, that. we're not gonna bring him to fight Thanos. Okay. <laughs> like leave him alone. Yeah. Like he's done enough. Mm-hmm. At the same time, like maybe if anyone had known, he might like have had you know insight I, I, or help to offer like or, help like he could have had insight, have he to. could have consulted or he like you know like he could have gotten help to deal with being this yeah you know what i mean like i I don't know if like he needed like that type of support yeah um well and also like you know it's funny how you think about uh sam wilson uh gives up the shield what he thinks is willfully but actually it's not and as a result he's replaced by white captain america yeah isaiah bradley is uh, experimented on by the government and made into a super soldier and then steve rogers comes back and everyone's excited because we got a white captain america and it's like oh we just we just saw that yeah um, albeit steve is not you know steve's like I, I look i didn't have a say in this you know i just woke up uh but but John Walker's also like, yeah, but like, I'm just a soldier. Do- soldier does what he's told. Yeah. And my government asked me to be Captain America. What else am I going to do? And it's like, that's cool. Like, you know, it- it's a cool parallel. I wonder if it'll be explored further. Um, and you have that scene outside, which yeah, like, which is like, yep. Which, yeah. Like I, you felt that scene yep. and, and it didn't, like, I, I didn't feel like it was tropey. Honestly, I was like, this works for me. hundred yeah. percent. And then to flip it and be like, oh, you actually broke your parole. Right. So, so you're under arrest. Yeah, uh-huh. you, you have to come with us. Yeah. Um, the only thing is, for me, I expected both of them to get arrested. Right? <laughs> Just because, yeah. Yeah. But, I, you know, it's cool. I did. I like that emergency therapy session. Yeah. It, it, was... it doesn't do anything, but you know it's set up yep. something for the future, which I'm yep. like, cool. I, I like that a lot. Well, it gives us an insight into Bucky and where he is and what he's thinking, and I dig that. What I also enjoyed about that was like, you know, you think it's going to be Bucky who's going to kick and like drag his feet, but it turns out Sam's the one who doesn't want to deal with it. Yeah. 
I'm like, that's, I liked that. Well, like, like Bucky's like, okay, fine. Like, here's my problem. You gave up the shield. And like, Sam's not ready to deal with the fact that he's like, I did. Right. I did give up the shield. Like, yeah. I thought I was doing the right thing. But the fact is, you're right. And I'm mad about it. And right. I, don't, I don't want to deal with you telling me that. Yeah. And like, I'm sure every time he looks at Bucky, he's like, I see Cap. Right. Because you're associated with him. And I'm sure it's the same thing for yeah. Bucky looking at Sam. Right. So it's like, I, I, again, it's a lot of layers. Yeah. Um, I do hope, and I, you're right. We're gonna go back to Isaiah. I look forward to like that. Yeah. You know, capacity in which we do go back to him. Right. Um. Obviously, next episode we're going to be Zemo. Zemo. Yeah. Dealing with Zemo. So like, that'll be kind of cool. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's he's he gets his. We we we've seen he's gonna get his mask, and yeah, like so yeah, he's gonna yeah. he's gonna leave, and like that's exciting, and I'm down. Also, we didn't really talk about it, but. Yes, it is Batroc, for sure. Oh, yeah. In the first episode. Batroc's the most successful Marvel superhero, or the Marvel Cinematic Universe villain of all time. I know. He's been in, what was it? He was in uh, Winter Soldier. He was in this. But he's alive. And, he's alive. And he's not caught. Yeah. Yeah. He's and got he's, to... And he's still kicking. Right? Kicking. Oh, great. He's still leaping. Yeah. I, I, I Overall, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying the show a lot. Uh, I am too. It's a, it's a totally different feel than the last show, which I kind of appreciate them. Exactly yeah, like, you know, sticking with, like, they fit completely within the cinematic universe that they've created. Yeah. Um, but tonally, they shift based on the story and the characters involved. And I feel like the, the emptiness of this new phase, like, there was that scene of Sam and Bucky just walking down the road by themselves. And it's just, they're in their kind of costumes. And it's just like, it just made me think of like how it's like, yeah, Iron Man, Thor, and Captain America aren't here anymore. Yeah. And I, it's just like, what do we, and, and but like, you know, where like the story ends and then there's room for a little more mm-hmm. and you're like, why? You know, like, oh, they scorched the Shire. Oh, don't you care? Like, not really. Yeah. Uh, but like in this, it's just, we're left like, you know, yay, end game. And then it's like, this world still exists. And we're left to just kind of be in it. Yeah. What, what do I, we do with it? I like about that scene too is them like walking around in their costumes and it's like, that's just a thing that happens if you live in this world. Right. You might just see some dudes walking around in their costumes. Right. Yeah, it's true. I'm like, that's fun. Yeah. I also do like that scene though where like Bucky leaves. Like Bucky has the hothead. He's obviously the one yep. who's going to get out of the truck first. Oh yeah. Um, But I love that with Sam when like Walker just, he's like, he betrays he's, he's trying real... to be Cap in such like he's he's trying to be that cap and instead yeah. of just being his own cap mm-hmm. and like well then his own cap kind of sneaks out where he's like you should be by my side yeah you should be my wingman my wingman like it's always that last line yeah i was like that is such like, well, i couldn't help but notice but you made a black bucky he can be brother can be bucky <laughs> like damn it yeah yeah but like i just like that is great and he's like nope out gone yeah. also red wing got blown up yeah Maybe he'll get a real bird. <laughs> Bucky's like, sorry about Red Wing. Yeah, no, no you're not. not. No, no, you're right. I'm not. <laughs> I like Red Wing. Uh, I, I hope that he gets a new one. Oh, that's right. It was Battlestar. That's what made. That's his name. That, yeah. That's what made Bucky get out. Yeah. Battlestar. Stop the car. Yeah, that's. I'm that's done. This I'm so done. Stupid. I can't. I can't. Right. Um. So, but it's just a solid show. It looks great. I like the cinematography on oh, it. Oh yeah, it's a good look. It's a. It's, it's a, just it's a, a good looking show. Yeah uh because it's not really a show like for me it's just like a very long movie uh there are moments you know there it feels like a netflix show in terms of scope you know it's like it is episodic it doesn't feel like a movie that they broke up into like you know a a bunch of parts Mm -hmm. like if each each episode feels like a little like part of the movie Mm -hmm. Um, and honestly i had already seen that scene but that 
um the wizard scene androids aliens wizard scene <laughs> it, it hit fully for me yeah seeing it again i was like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. what you know about gandalf that extra oh my god yeah i love the fact that sam's clearly a big lord of the rings fan. right I read The Hobbit in 1937 when it came out. Well, yeah, no, I meant, but like Sam on the other, what do you know about Gandalf? What do you know again? Like, why is that getting your bristle? Yeah. <laughs> Love stuff. that. It's just showing you nerd there a little bit, Sam. Yeah. And Bucky, of course, of for course. having read said Hobbit. Yeah. In night- I mean, like, my mom it, read The Hobbit. When it came out. Yeah. My mom read The Hobbit in school. Just Bucky in the Trenches. Ooh. Ooh, I wonder what this song sounds like. Yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs> I'd like to see that. <laughs> Uh, Rusky nine one zero says Walker does. Walker also doesn't have powers right now, and the power broker was brought up as a third power. Walker makes compromises for Super Soldier Serum. I mean, there there are already people running around with Infinity Formula or whatever they're going to call it. Yeah. No way he's not going to take it. Um, although he he does throw the shield really well, so I guess he doesn't really need yeah. it. We'll see. Uh, that'll be fun. Um. Cameron F, uh, here's to hoping they give Sam his 100% comic accurate cap costume. That suit always caught my eye, and I think it can translate very well. I agree. I think that the comic book Sam Wilson as Captain America suit uh, actually, like, really would translate well to, like, without much compromise. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could definitely make that into a movie. I think it's going to be in it. Uh, okay. I think it'll be, like, the last thing you see, a la the <laughs> end of Homecoming or something, but, like, yeah. Uh, Storm King, was Bucky always a super soldier and had cybernetic brain enhancements? Don't remember this. Uh, I don't remember that either, but, like, fine. You know, for me, I was like, yeah, you know, they, they the Russians made their own Infinity Formula, Super Soldier Serum, whatever the hell. Uh, he's got the robot arm. Yeah. No, for me, I was like, yeah, he's a super soldier, too. Whatever. <laughs> like, I, I think it was, I think it was uh, hand-wavy, you know, retconning, but, yeah. Uh, can you drop a link in the chat for those awesome t-shirts? Couldn't find them before. Uh, be well. I don't know what shirts you mean. What uh, shirts? This shirt she's wearing, you can get at the Disney store uh, but, on a discount. By the way, you don't have to super chat again. We'll, I'll just try to follow along. So just throw exactly, it in there. Exactly. Like, throw it in the regular chat and I will. But if you want, like, our shirts, I'll throw it in right there right now. Uh, but we're, we're going to be leaving them, like, that that group very very shortly. Uh, Girk Pectus, off topic, what's your favorite magic system? I love Mistborn novel, especially book four when they combine magic and guns. I don't have one. I don't. I don't like magic. I don't like magic when it comes to rules and stuff. I like Lord of the Rings. And you don't like their magic because it's just like no, I old like men it. hitting each other. <laughs> I didn't like it in the movies. Just, it was that. I don't have a favorite magic system, honestly. I just kind of like it all. <laughs> yeah. How about this? It's usually not Magic the Gathering because Manabar. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I just I don't really have a favorite. No. I just I just like magic. Yeah. I just like magic. That's right. just it. I'm just. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I dig the show. Recommend it. Uh, I'm sure you guys do too. Uh, I, and, and you know, like, I don't want to like have to try and balance my like enjoyment of the show with some criticisms. Um, like I said, I don't think we need like I, I you know, I appreciate uh, what they did, but like I didn't think we needed like a bunch of scenes to reinforce that like Sam's sister's mad at him. Uh, you know, I don't I don't think we needed that line that came up in the other show where like. Uh, he says we're gonna go see Zemo when we just show Zemo afterwards. Like, yeah, we didn't need to say that. We could just cut to him. We get we know that they say that kind of thing. Right, but they're also doing it not for people who've seen. They don't know. Yeah, they're literally. I'll, there's a significant amount of people who are watching the show who have never seen a single Marvel movie. Right, or they've only seen select ones, and so like they don't know who Zemo is if he wasn't in that film. Yeah, because Zemo doesn't come up in any other movie. The Superman black and white shirt. Oh yeah, that's in the that's in the store. Check it out. It's uh it's in that link. tpublic.com/stores/comicpop. 
uh, it's there for now. We'll see. The Witcher is a solid one too. Mm, with their magic, yeah. Mm. It's it's all it's all good. Yeah, it's all good. It's harder for me to find ones I don't like. Right. There are ones out there. I'm oh sure. yeah, no doubt. Uh, but yeah, so listen, uh, speaking of listening, if you'd like to check out the show on audio format, you can check us out on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or Google. Everywhere where podcasts are found, you can listen to Off the Rack. It's a brand new show that is basically <laughs> the same old show. By the way, I think we crossed 360 episodes of this show. Wow. Uh, where This is 361. Wow. So, woo! Yeah! Not bad. That's a show every day if you want. Yeah, almost. What haven't you say? 361. Was it 365? Oh, yeah. yeah. Almost. Almost. I don't know why I thought you said 367. No. Where did I get that? Oh, seven kind of looks like a one. No, but hard. in your head, not when you say it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Just we want to thank show. you all so much for supporting <laughs> us, for your super chats, for your kind comments, for keeping up the Batman jokes. We do appreciate it. We love you very much. Thank you so much for your support. And, of course, don't forget to like this video if you helped us, if, if, if you're inclined to do so. Uh, you can subscribe to the channel to continuously get updates. Uh, we're using everything in our disposal, everything in the gun, to try and get us to 100K and uh, to project us, propel us into the future and, and continue to be mm -hmm. uh, the, the, the same uncompromising channel that we are and give you, you know, everything that we can uh, and continue for the next you, 10 years. Give you it all. Give you it all, yeah. And uh, infinitely more. And infinitely more. Girk Pectus, uh, you don't like the magic avatar system. It annoys me that they keep making a generic governmental, governmentish organization in the MCU because they don't have the balls to criticize the real army or government. Okay. Oh, Avatar? Like the Avatar The Last Airbender? That's not really magic. I was like, wait, does he mean that? Or like using an avatar? I don't know. It's kind of magic. I liked the Avatar The Last Airbender universe and the world building before Korra. Yeah. Uh, and no, I don't care about like them not criticizing the government because like the Baltimore Police Department was portrayed as assholes. So, like, I think that's enough. Plus, like, the U.S. government literally took the, the shield from Sam. Like, they, they spent, like, millions of dollars in taxpayer money to, to, to create an elaborate Smithsonian, like, play to trick Sam into giving up the shield. Like, the criticism is there. Yeah. There isn't a character that says, the U.S. government sucks! Except for terrorists? Yeah. I'm a U.S. citizen. I'm not going to say my government well, totally sucks. I also look forward to seeing the, like, end of this. Like, where Sam and Bucky end up in terms right. of, like... Because we don't know where they end up on the other side of this. Yeah. You know, like, right now, like, they technically do kind of work for them. And a lot of times it's hard to, like... Yeah, although they just say that they're free agents. And I like are. that they're allowed yes. to do that. I can imagine being like, no, I don't work for you. And it's like, you're under arrest. <laughs> uh, King Sabretooth, you better add some more numbers to the big three with mutants, multiversity threats, and God, <laughs> a.k.a. Galactus coming. Yeah, I know. I can't wait. Yeah, he's going to have a longer list. He's going to be like, okay. Okay. Uh, well, all right. Is Galactus an alien? I'm going with that. Yeah, right? He's going to try and shove them into yeah. places. Mutants, they're basically... Mutants are magic. <laughs> yeah, mutants is going to be another thing. Yeah, at some point. Yeah. But, uh... Anyway, thanks a lot for hanging out. Mm -hmm. uh, if you're in the position to help the channel grow, go to patreon.com slash comicpop for more. You get at least early access to back issues. <laughs> if not, you get some uh, updates about what's happening week to week. Yeah. And we'll see you next time. So long, everybody. Thanks a lot. I like that move. Thank you. Oh, hey. Uh, also, go to twitch.tv slash comicpop and watch Tiffany play streams on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Is that happening this week? Yes. So check us out. Go do that. And we'll see you next time. Thanks a lot for watching. Bye.